This is Golf with Jay Delsing. A two-time All-American at UCLA. A participant in nearly 700 PGA Tour events. Seven professional wins to his credit. Over 30 years of professional golf experience. A member of the St. Louis Sports Hall of Fame. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. This is Golf with Jay Delsing presented by Darty Business Solutions. And we're coming to you from Norwood Hills Country Club. And this is the site once again for this year's Ascension Charity Classic. I'm Dan McLaughlin. That's Jay Delsing coming up on the show. We'll visit with Ken Bentley, and he is the commissioner of the APGA. The APGA, in conjunction with the Ascension Charity Classic, held their tournament at Glen Echo this past week. We'll tell you what they're all about. Also, you know these guys, Tory Holt, Isaac Bruce from the St. Louis Rams. They were part of the Legends Breakfast to kick off the countdown to the Ascension. We'll sit down with those two here at Norwood. Nick Ragone, who heads up the Ascension Charity Classic, has promised to stop by Norwood as well. We'll visit with him in our number two but first off jay good morning we have a packed show for the next two hours looking forward to it danny we got some studs on the show today <laughs> i got the, the the greatest show on turf was so much fun you know danny when it comes to being have, being entertained by sports have you watched a more entertaining football team not football no not football no, no I'm, we're baseball junkies and we love that but football those guys I, I remember that they would hike the ball and that you we had no idea where the ball was going. He better not move when those two were on the field. They were so much fun to watch. Now, our show goes two hours. We format it like a round of golf, and we start by waking up on a Sunday morning grabbing a, a paper, if you still actually buy one. I or, like to still grab a paper. I'm too. a little dinosaur, so. I do, too, and uh, maybe you go online. So <laughs> it's the FedEx playoffs. They'll finish the St. Jude Classic today in Memphis. The playoffs, it's really been a great thing for golf. It really has, Danny. I love what the, what the tour has done. It's given, you know, you have the major season over now, and that takes that, – takes us a little getting used to with the PGA Championship moving up till May. But now we have the FedEx Cup playoffs. And, you know, when when you're down at Eastlake in the Tour Championship and they're the best 30 players from the Tour are hanging out down there, it's uh, it's really good. And Tigers won in 2019, I think. Or, and and Rory won, has won three times, looking to be the first four-time repeat. So it's really, really awesome. And I Every time I think of TPC Southwind, Danny, I, I smile because I lo- one of those golf courses I just really love to play. Oh, why do you love it so much? I knew you were going to ask. <laughs> <laughs> I, I teed myself up for that. I had a 61 one, one day there. And 61. I have, I have quite a few scoring records. I made eight birdies in a row there one one year. And, wow. You know, there was it's just one of those courses that just things look right. Things had a tendency to go right every, every now and then. And, um yeah, just I, I, I love that place. Okay, off topic a bit. The Johnny Manziel documentary dropped this past week on Netflix, and you're saying, now, why would I bring this up? But there well, is I a, know, I know. There's a golf connection with Johnny Football, John Rahm, and here's Tony Finau. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. You know, I was a big Johnny Manziel fan just from college, obviously following his career, and so when I had the opportunity to play with him, it was a lot of fun. I think Rombo played, Rombo and I played with him, and we're over at Whisper Rock. We played a couple times at Silverleaf kind of the same circle I think of guys that we kind of play together with and um, I think that's that was the biggest reason we kind of got together and 
and teed it up. Heck of a golfer, you know, that was the first, the first thing I'll say, heck of a golfer and heck of a person. I really enjoyed my time around him. Uh, he hits it far, he's got nice action, really strong grip, you know, clears pretty good. From what, from what I remember, really solid game. Pretty cool when golfers intersect with entertainment, vice versa, other athletes. So I got to ask you, the best non-golfer, but played golf, but non-PGA Tour player that you played with that comes to mind for you? Ooh, maybe Brett Hall. Pretty Brett darn good. Hall, he, he, plus, Danny, he is crazy for the game. He absolutely loves the game. You know, uh, Bernie Federko, when he was a younger man, had a really low handicap. Obviously, these guys have great hands. They perform on ice. You know, and when they get them around a golf club, they know what they're doing. Um uh, those are two good ones, and, and it's a hockey theme on those guys. It really is. It, um, uh, it's like a slap shot, maybe, for those two guys uh, off I think, the team. I think it is, and and with the puck moving and all that right. other stuff, you put that thing stationary, and they're going to hit it pretty solidly. No and question. Danny, how strong are they? Well, the lower half. I, I just look at the lower half. I mean, Brett Hall, his lower half and his thighs are enormous. Yeah, they are. You wouldn't no, think no, that, but they are. They are. Yeah, it uh I can remember one time playing golf with Brett after a Saturday Night Blues game. And he said, I said, you're a little stiff. He goes, man, it's like a rodeo out there. This I is bet. the old school days where, you know, you could clutch and grab and whack over the head and things like that. And now they, you look at a guy funny and, the, you're, you know, you're in the box for two minutes. But I, it's probably Brett Hall. He, he, he can really, really hit it. Interesting story about Brett. Very quickly, I, I asked one of the medical personnel of the St. Louis Blues, I said, who is the toughest guy that you've dealt with? And he's he's been there for many, many years. And without hesitation, he said, Brett Hall. And you wouldn't think, maybe it was Chase or Twist or yep. Reed Lowe. You know, you think about the, the guys that are out there dropping the gloves all the time. He said, no. Brett Hall goes in the slot every single night and pays the price to score those goals. He's the toughest player I've seen. And I remember when I was a kid and I was like, Bernie, I've never seen, you know, because Bernie's such a good friend of ours and such an easy guy to talk to. And he'd take all my, you know, dumbass questions about hockey. But I said, Bernie, I've never seen anything like Brett. And he goes, well, there's very few people. He could change the game with one shot. Absolutely. And it's from anywhere on the ice. So he, uh, and, and, you know, Danny, Brett smashes it. You know, his lower body, he, he he smashes it. We had him on the show. We need to get him back on the show. He talked about how much he loved the game from a very early age, and I think he first started as a like a freshman in college or something. Interesting. Let's tip our cap, and we're going to tip our cap to the APGA that ran through town this past week. It's a wonderful association. We're going to find out more about that with Ken Bentley, who is the commissioner of the APGA, but I know in talking with you prior to coming on the air right around 7.45 this morning, you said, I got to tip my cap to those guys. Absolutely. First of all, Christian Heavens and those guys. I just, I just love the opportunities that the APGA is creating. It's interesting, Danny. We we seem to have more African Americans on the PGA Tour in my generation than we do right now, and that's got to change. And we need to ask Ken about that too. Absolutely. My hats off to the to the APGA for that. I, I really appreciate what they're doing, hosting the the event at Glen Echo. I think it's a great move this year, Danny, to give them a separate date to let them be a standalone event and not be during the week of the Ascension Charity Classic. And so, you know, kudos to Glen Echo. Michael and his staff over there did a great job. Katie uh, in the clubhouse, they did a great job. I uh, emceed the... Uh, you had a what, clinic there, didn't you? The, the, the junior clinic and, and the banquet. And, and I want to thank the Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood and Colin Burnt. 314-966-0303 is Colin's number. Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood. 
Folks, if you need anything, any kind of vehicle, Colin's your guy. He's terrific. Up next, we go from the pro shop. So you got to get ready for golf, meaning you probably stop in, you check in, then you look at merchandise. It's been rainy in the Midwest here in August. It was rainy this past week. We're going to talk about rain gear when you go out to play. That's coming up. It's Golf with Jay Delsing, presented by Darty Business Solutions. This has been PGA Tour News and Notes. Next, we head into the pro shop on golf with Jay Delsing. Darty Business Solutions, the title sponsor of the Golf with Jay Delsing show, has been enhancing the business of our customers for the last 37 years. How do we do it? Through our expertise in technology, better use of data and analytics, artificial intelligence, and machine learning. We also roll up our sleeves and collaborate. We build applications and effectively communicate with our partner clients to bring their goals and objectives to the finish line. Our award-winning Access Point program is a community game changer. With nearly 100 students in the program, mostly young African-American females are making between $55,000 and $60,000 per year before graduating from high school. That's right, $55,000 to $60,000 a year as a high school senior. That's when they begin training. CEO Ron Darty believes talent is equally distributed but access to the opportunity is not. So here is Access Point, providing more and more opportunity for those in and around our community. That's Darty Business Solutions, changing our community for the better. Hi, this is Adam Betts from Family Golf and Learning Center. At FGLC here in Kirkwood, we feature a double-decker driving range, two large grass tees with Tahoma Bermuda grass. You wanna work on your short game? We have a short game area too, which features a 20,000 square foot green, three bunkers, and zoysia surrounds. Also at Family Golf and Learning Center, don't forget about our nine hole par three course, the indoor Trackman simulators, and our performance center. If you're looking for the best golf instruction, regardless of skill, we can help. Find out more at FamilyGolfOnline.com. That's FamilyGolfOnline.com. Family Golf and Learning Center. We make St. Louis better at golf. This is Dan McLaughlin inviting you to the 21st Annual Dan McLaughlin Golf Tournament to benefit the Special Education Foundation. This tournament has raised over $5 million, and 100% of the money raised has gone to children with special needs in our community. To sponsor, volunteer, or to play in the event on October 9th at Norwood Hills Country Club, please visit sef-stl.org. I'll see you on October 9th at Norwood Hills Country Club. If you're in the market for a new or used vehicle, any maker model, then you need to visit the Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood. They are the official vehicle provider of the Golf with Jay Delsing show. My daughter and I both drive vehicles supplied by Colin and the Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood. And the reason we have them is because we know we can trust them. They made the car buying experience painless and very easy. Their customer service is second to none. They provided my daughter with a loaner car when her Passat needed repairs. Every single step of the car buying experience was taken care of for us. You can reach Colin at 314-966-0303 and he will answer all of your questions and put your mind at ease. The Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood has new or pre-owned vehicles to be purchased or leased, whichever you prefer. Once you visit the Dean Team Volkswagen on Manchester and Kirkwood, you'll become a customer for life because they'll treat you like family. The Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood, the official vehicle provider of the Golf with Jay Delsing Show. 
Hi, this is Peter Jacobson, and you're listening to Golf with Jay Delsing. From the Pro Shop, a look at the latest in equipment, apparel, and innovations in the game of golf. Now back to Jay and Dan. Golf with Jay Delsing rolls on. Again, we're on 8 to 10 every Sunday morning. Later in the show, right around the corner, we visit with Ken Bentley, the commissioner of the APGA, Isaac Bruce, Tory Holt. We got uh, confirmation that Nick Ragone will stop by here at Norwood Hills Country Club. And, Jay, I thought it'd be interesting. That's Jay Delsing. I'm Dan McLaughlin. We've had so much rain in the area, in the Midwest. It rained again this past week on the APGA, uh, on one of the days that they were having their tournament. It, it does beg the question about rain gear and being prepared. And there's been innovations in that in the game of golf. Oh, Danny, when we were kids, I don't know if you ever had those. <laughs> My dad would, I was always wearing hand-me-downs, but I had some windbreaker that was, it, it, it may have broken the wind a little bit, but it certainly wasn't water resistant. And it didn't do anything when you got out in the rain. But they have I think it's called a Stormtrooper is the is the brand. It is phenomenal. Lightweight. So here's the challenge. Even back in the day, they could make a super heavy rain gear type style thing, but you don't want a big heavy thing, especially in the in the summertime if you got to play out in the rain and you're not getting lightning. So Puma came up with a uh, Stormtrooper that's super lightweight, but it's also uh, water resistant and so it keeps you dry zero resistance has several different thicknesses danny that you can wear and some guys don't like like uh, this is really funny but Corey pavin cannot play golf in his long sleeves he really? can't play golf in a sweater so whenever so it how do you do cold, the british he would do he, he would he didn't play well and <laughs> right. he'd wear these vests all the time and as he got older i do remember him doing that yeah, yeah. and as he got older he started you know, wearing sweaters, we're like, dude, what do you mean you can't? He's like, I don't want anything on my arms. Crazy. Like, what are you going to do when it rains? He's like, I'm going to get wet. So there is equipment, though, that it makes you feel comfortable. It's going to be rain-resistant to a, an extent. But the idea is that you're still going to be comfortable. You're not going to feel like you're completely uh, – there's not constraints with the equipment that you're wearing. Exactly. That's the biggest thing. You don't want to feel restricted in your turn or anything because then your game's going to go to hell. But you will you can stay dry. And, Danny, the biggest thing – remember this – the rain is just a nuisance for tour players. It softens the fairways, making them effectually wider, right? So it's you have a bigger effective area to hit to. The greens, it's like throwing darts. And also, for on the putting surfaces, you can take the breakout. For a professional golfer, when you see rain, it's a shift gears, man. you got to start making birdies. It's a nuisance. But the biggest challenge is lots of towels. Stick. Did you see in the British Open how many gloves Brian Harmon had up in the inside his umbrella? Danny, as soon as it started raining, I get that umbrella from my caddy. One towel was always designated. It stayed dry. It stayed out of everything, and that was for my hands. And then I load my gloves up there. And the gloves, you know, they get wet when you're out in the rain. You take it off, put it up there. It'll dry in a couple minutes. You put on another one. I'd have five or six gloves up there going through those when it was raining and, and staying dry. And that rain, 
you know, you almost started welcoming it as a, as a touring pro. We call this uh, from the pro shop. And uh, last week I went to the pro shop. It was just a week ago with Jay Delsing. We were playing golf. And let me tell you something, folks. If it starts to rain or gets cloudy, Jay is off the course. But you have a good reason as to why. Danny, we were playing. It was just kind of a dodgy day, cloudy. And, and then it started raining. And we're like, should we play? It wasn't raining enough at that point to chase us off, right? And, and so... All of a sudden, we're walking across, where were we, the ninth fairway? Ninth fairway. And we got the rumble right yep. above, I mean, it was directly above you us. Said, I'm out of here. I turned around, I'm like, guys, you can keep playing, I'm out. Danny, in the 1993 U.S. Open up in Hazeltine in Minneapolis, I'm walking down the 10th fairway, I'm playing with Bobby Watkins and Dave Rummels, and it is the worst weather I've ever played golf in, and you know, I grew up in Norwood. We played through everything. Sure. We should have never been out there. We played through everything. And I'm like, guys, this is, so there's a clause in the rules of golf that most people may not be aware of, but if you feel like your life's in danger or there's some imminent danger, you are allowed to vacate. And I said, I grabbed my caddy and I said, guys, I'm out. This is no good. There's no point in us being out here. No good. Danny, get in the clubhouse. Within 15, 18 minutes of us leaving, again, we're walking down. We had hit our tee shots on 10, walking down towards the 10th green. The 11th tee, seven people struck and killed by lightning. That's scary, boy. That's terrible. We talked to Lee Trevino about being struck by lightning. He was, wasn't that at the 75 Western Open at Butler National, where, Danny, the lightning actually hit the pond over on 13, I think, and ran up onto the green, and was it? Dave or Mike Hill, one of the Hill brothers. And, one of the Hill brothers, And, yeah. and also... Um, Can't remember the other one, but Lee just talked about how incredibly scary it was, and it, it changed his life and changed his golf life forever. I know, and, and, and I can tell you, that so many of us were affected by that Hazeltine moment that uh, the PGA Tour suddenly... F- came up with a weather guard system. So there's a Thor guard, I think is the brand name of the weather system that the tour uses. Back in the day, Danny, the the tour officials used to call the airport. They're like, nope, it's, you know, 30,000 feet and everything looks good. And that's how they got their weather back in the day. I mean, or look out the window. Well, we call this from the pro shop. And one of the things that we also do is we get news events that are either coming to town or events that you can play in on a charitable side. And we have one coming up. It's called Birdies for Breathing. And this is a great cause. The Pescos are good friends of mine. Guys, this is at St. Clair Country Club, a foundation for cystic fibrosis, September 18th at St. Clair Country Club. Their sponsorship levels, gold, silver, bronze. There's a happy hour. Just get involved. It's for a great cause. They've raised over $100,000 in two years. Danny, you've had a tournament almost your entire professional career that's raised over $5 million. You know how hard it is to start these things. My hat's off to these guys. It's it's called Birdie for Breathing, birdieforbreathing at gmail.com. You can reach them at 314-607-7202. That's 314-607-7202. Birdies for breathing. Get involved, folks. Another thing I want to bring up before we hear from Ken Bentley, who is the commissioner of the APGA, uh, you and I are planning a trip to Dalhousie, and we've talked Can't to wait. Cord, we've talked to, to Billy, we've talked to all the guys down there. Can't I, wait. I couldn't believe that you haven't played that yet. You've been on the grounds, but you haven't played Dalhousie Can't, just can't yet. wait. It's a, it's a, it's a, so it's a national club that's what? Less than 90 minutes from us, Danny. And right it's down got, 55. It's got national members from all across the country and some 
parts of the world. My brother, Bart, lives in Florida. He went to school down at Cape. This thing is just outside of Cape Girardeau, and he's going to join. It's a, it's a really super cool place. There's cottages. There's homes that you can stay in. You get a bunch of guys down there, have a little Ryder Cup sort of format. Get they some have bars, restaurants, in. so everything's Abs- on site. You stay right on campus. It's fantastic. Billy Morrow. Great guy. He he does a great job up there. He certainly does. So we move on on Golf with Jay Delsing. That was from the Pro Shop. We'll head to On the Range. And when we come back, we visit with Ken Bentley. You've heard about the APGA. He is the commissioner of that. The APGA. A talk with Ken is coming up. That was from the Pro Shop. Next, we'll take you on the range. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. I want to thank the Gateway section of the PGA again for supporting the Golf with Jay Delsing show. This is their third year of support. Over 300 men and women in our area supporting golf and making our golf experiences so much better. Through PGA Reach, PGA Hope, the Junior League, and the list goes on and on. These are just examples of programs and charitable aspects at different opportunities that our section supports and enhances in our community. Whether it's a driving range somewhere, your country club, or whatever it is, and it has to do with golf, our section and their members will have their hands in it and involved in it. Our professionals are there making the game better for everyone. We want to thank the Gateway section of St. Louis. For the best in Italian cuisine in St. Louis, look no further than Paul Mano's, located in Chesterfield. It's traditional Italian cooking, and their best ingredient, it's their tradition. It's cooking like Paul's grandmother used to make and like his mother still prepares today. There are no corners cut at Paul Mano's, from greeting you at the door to the pasta you'll share with your family. Paul Mano's is committed to bringing you their very best anytime you share a meal at their place. It's Paul Mano's located in Chesterfield. You all know by now that Marcone is a fantastic community steward. From donating service dogs for our wounded heroes in need to supporting our men and women first responders through the Backstoppers. This year at the 2023 Ascension Charity Classic, Marcone will once again sponsor the Military Viewing Deck on the 18th hole at Norwood Hills. This is a specifically designed area for our military, police and fire, and first responders. Marcone will have complimentary food and beverage as well as ample seating for our friends to watch some great PGA Tour champions golf from a perfect vantage point. And did I mention that entrance into the Ascension Charity Classic the entire week is complimentary? That's right. It's completely free for our men and women in the military, police and fire, and first responders. Reach out to us at ascensioncharityclassic.com or me at j at jdelsinggolf.com for more information and tickets. It's Marcone, proud sponsor of the Golf with Jay Delsing Show. Paul Lazinger, and you're listening to Golf with Jay Delphi. Is golf with Jay Delsing. To connect with Jay, log on to jdelsinggolf.com now. Let's go on the range with Jay and Dan. Golf with Jay Delsing rolls on. We're going to hear from Tori Holt, Isaac Bruce of the St. Louis Rams in just a moment. Also coming up in hour number two, Nick Ragone from the Ascension Charity Classic. We're originating from Norwood Hills Country Club. That's Jay Delsing. I'm Dan McLaughlin. And we welcome in Ken Bentley. His 14th year as the commissioner of the APGA Tour. 
And uh, Ken, welcome back to St. Louis, and thanks for joining us on this Sunday morning. Well, thanks, you guys, for having me. Uh, St. Louis is such a great sports town that it's always a pleasure to, to come back here. Ken, I, I got to tell you, I just love what you're doing with the uh, APGA Tour, and Christian Heavens has been a buddy of mine. It's someone that Danny and I pull for every week, wherever you guys are. Let the listeners know a little bit about the APGA Tour and what's going on and why it's so special. Well, Christian Heavens is a special person to me, too. He's one of the guys that really helped grow the APGA, and, and I think he's what the APGA is all about. We started this 14 years ago as a way to give African-Americans and other minorities just the opportunity to to realize their dreams in golf, to make it to the PGA Tour. So we started with three tournaments, largely on inner city golf courses. And if you fast forward to today, we've got 18 tournaments around the country, one in Bermuda. We've got over a million dollars in prize and bonus money. Our players are, are, are playing much better. We surveyed our players a few years ago, and we found that most were playing on first tee courses, uh, they had been fitted for golf clubs. And so they were out there competing with not the tools that they, they needed to be successful. So we started a player development program. Now we provide all those resources for the players in our player development program. We buy them clubs. We pay for club membership. We pay for uh, their lessons. So we're giving these guys the tools that they need to be successful. I, I would assume it's amazing for them when they say and get to see the chance to play in like this past week at Glen Echo or some of the other exposure that they get because it's tough to get exposure, as you know, in this game, but you're allowing them to have that process done. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, the courses we play, I think, rival any tour outside the PGA Tour. As you mentioned, Glen Echo, but we also uh, have a tournament on, I think, four or five courses that host major championships, Valhalla, Torrey Pines, uh, we're at Pebble Beach. So there's there's all these iconic courses that our guys get a chance to play on. And so what we really try to do is to give them, as much as possible, a PGA Tour experience. And, and they certainly got that at Glen Echo, the, the club was so supportive. The volunteers turn out, they light the Olympic flame, and it's an event that our guys really look forward to coming back to every year. Tim O'Neill is an African-American that played in the uh, Ascension Charity Classic last year, and I've had the pleasure of knowing Tim, hell, for probably 15 or 20 years. He's a guy that's doing really well. He's fully exempt on the Champions Tour this year, a good uh, role model for some of these young men. Oh, definitely. Tim played on our tour when we first started, and he played all the tournaments, but uh, he was uh, the best player on our tour. But I think the thing that really made Tim stand out is he was a great mentor. You'd see him on the putting green helping guys. He he was such a professional that he taught our guys how to be a professional. And Tim is uh, really a, an example of perseverance. Here's a guy that his um, Q school mishaps have been legendary, and he, he never quit, and he never stopped being professional and taking the game as seriously as he could, and now it's paid off. He's doing well on the Champions Tour, and 
I expect him to win on the Champions Tour. Ken Bentley is our guest, and he is the commissioner of the APGA Tour, the Advocates Professional Golf Association. Ken, give us a little bit about your background and why you made this such a passion for you in your life. Well, I grew up uh, in L.A., in uh, South Central L.A., and ironically, I got into tennis And uh, back when, when I was growing up. Uh, there weren't many people playing tennis. I really didn't have the resources to compete. I, I, I was able to get a college scholarship, and there's a story that, that I love to tell. I, I was the first African-American player at the University of California, Santa Barbara. And one day I got a knock on my door and it was my political science professor. And he was one of three uh, African-American professors at UCSB at the time. And he had these two tennis rackets. And he said, I don't know anything about tennis, but I heard that you were an African-American playing tennis at UC Santa Barbara. And I wanted you to have all the tools you need to be successful. So I went to a tennis shop and asked them to give me the two most expensive rackets they had. (laughs) Wow. And so, and I didn't even, I didn't know this guy at all. I was just in his class and and that stuck with me. And so when I had a chance to, to start this, I started playing golf. I I met Adrian Stills who, who told me his story. He had played on the PGA tour and I asked him why there weren't more African Americans on tour. And he said it was a matter of opportunity. And if he felt like if we could start something and give these guys the opportunity, we could uh, change the face of golf. And that's how we got started, just simply from that conversation with the three tournaments and to where we are today. Ken, I had the pleasure of playing with Adrian. He is a great guy and uh, no surprise that he's uh, such an advocate. I wanted to ask you, when I grew up and I came on the tour, I got my card in 1984. We had so many more African-Americans playing, and right. there was Jim Thorpe and Calvin Pete and Lee Elder, and the <laughs> list just went on and on. There were, you know, there, do you think it's kind of the, the, the caddy programs that have died out? What do you think the reasoning is in, in, for not more African-Americans playing on tour right now? Well, I think the caddy program had a lot to do with it, because if you look at all those guys you mentioned, they started out as caddies. And I had a chance to I had a chance to talk to them over the years. They all started as caddies and they had the opportunity to learn the game as a caddy. And also they had an opportunity to play on the courses that they caddied on. So I think that helped. And then the old United Golf Association tour, which we modeled our, our tour after, you know, gave those guys a chance to play tournaments and, and develop their games until they got to the PGA tour. So I, I, I think that that's uh, a big part of it. I think the other thing is that golf has changed so much from when those guys play. I mean, there was no technology to it. Uh, just the game was just completely different. So you could go out, play, and they had a chance to play on those courses. So they could compete sort of on equal footing. Now the game's changed so much that you need track man or you need full swing or you, you need all these opportunities to travel. Equipment is so expensive. So I think those costs uh, really have changed a lot. And uh, But I think the big reason is the caddy program went away and that just um, killed the opportunity. Ken Bentley, the commissioner of the APGA Tour is with us and they were competing this past week at Glen Echo in Ascension. It was a, a main driving force behind that. How about current players that are on the PGA Tour 
Ken, that are intimately involved with this or have some type of involvement to try to help these players graduate to a mini tour, the Corn Ferry, and ultimately the PGA Tour? Well, we have a, a few guys that uh, played on our tour that are now playing on the PGA Tour. And I think of uh, Joseph Bramlett. When he was injured, he didn't really have a pl- chance to play anywhere and didn't have status anywhere. So he came on the APGA Tour, played our tournaments. Tony Finau played our tour championship. Harold Varner played uh, in our tournament in Tampa. So we've gotten support from those guys, uh, mainly from just mentoring our guys. They've been available to talk to them. Billy Horschel's been amazing. Uh, Billy started hosting a tournament three years ago. It was Billy's idea. He approached us, his team approached us about hosting a tournament. Billy gave everyone his phone number at the first tournament, something I didn't advise him to do, but he wanted the guys (laughs) to feel like, you know, because I know these guys will call, and they have, and they call Billy all the time. Billy calls them. When our guys get an exemption, Billy plays a practice round with them. So Billy's been amazing. Um, His tournament it was first held at Sawgrass for two years. Now it's going to be a concession um, this October. I know these guys aren't on the PGA Tour now, but we got significant contributions from Bryson DeChambeau, from Charles Howells helped us, Patrick Reed. So a number of PGA Tour player, players have stepped up and really contributed to the APGA. I think that the thing that, that's really great for me is I've had a chance to play in some pro-ams through my uh being on the board at Farmers Insurance. It's amazing when I meet these guys, they've all heard of the APGA. You know, they've got a million questions and the the last thing they leave me with is, if you need any help, just let me know. And that's the thing that that's the most gratifying to me. You know, Ken, Darty Business Solutions is the title sponsor of our show and they were the presenting sponsor you know, of the APGA event at Glen Echo. And they have this program called Access Point, which is mostly um, African-American females that are making between fifty-five dollars and $60,000 a year in these tech field jobs where they start training them right out of high school. And I really feel like St. Louis has had a, because of this business community, Ascension and Darty and some of the others, I know Centene is a big supporter as well, have really kind of tried to lend their weight, you know, behind this effort. I don't know if you've seen that in other cities as much, but we're pretty proud of that here in St. Louis. Well, no, we, we haven't seen it uh, from a local point of view like we have in St. Louis. Nick Ragone at Ascension has just been amazing. I mean, he's just uh, totally embraced uh, the APGA tour. And as you mentioned, the program that Doherty has, I, I learned about it last year at the press conference we had and what they do in this community and, and how passionate they are about changing this community is amazing. I mean, I love to see that program rolled out across the country. I think we would change uh, a lot of lives and give people a lot more hope if we could have that program all across the United States. But St. Louis is unique in that. I mean, the community is so amazing here. It's such a great sports town. When I was here for the press conference, I'm a big Dodger fan. And when I said it at the press conference, I got booed. (laughs) Yeah, that'll do it. (laughs) So, no, it is an amazing sports town. Hey, Ken, I would imagine that young kids, African-American kids, 
see this tour and they think, you know what, I can do this. And typically that has not been their sport, but I'm sure you give them a lot of hope and a lot of guidance to say, yeah, I can be the next tennis player like you played, or I can be the next golfer, which historically has not been the sports that they've been involved in. Well, that's true. Um, we were involved in a clinic at uh, Torrey Pines a couple of years ago. Really uh, illustrates your point. Willie Mack and Tim O'Neill were doing the clinic with Billy Horschel, Ricky Fowler. Those guys, Ricky Fowler and Billy Horschel, the kids had seen on TV. But there were three African-American kids out of the 50 kids that were at the clinic. And those three kids chose to be in Willie Mack and Tim's line the whole two hours of the clinic and they, the kids had the opportunity to self-select on which line and which player they wanted to take a lesson from and those three kids stayed with tim and willie and that just shows you they had never seen up close an african-american professional golfer and it was so meaningful that, to them to see those guys and so you're right i think our guys are an inspiration when you go to a number of inner city golf courses, you know, they don't talk about Jordan Spieth or, or those guys. They'll talk about Tim O'Neill and they'll talk about Willie Mack and they talk about Marcus Bird. And those are the names that that uh, inner city kids look up to now. It reminds me of at the Ascension Charity Breakfast where Tory Holden and Isaac Bruce were honored and Danny Mack was did a great job of emceeing. We had a young lady from the PGA Junior League step up in front of 200 people. Danny, what was she, 15, 16 years old? If that. And if that, she yeah. knocked it out of the park, Ken. And she was an African-American young lady and was so eloquent and so poised and talked about how my. I told my friends I'm playing golf, and they're like, what? what? Yeah, yeah, that's what old people do. Right. <laughs> I'm like, you know, and so – even if it's, and, and I know this is how darty it feels about their access program, which, Ken, by the way, is being rolled out in Atlanta and Minneapolis as we speak. If you can turn one young boy's or young girl's attention to something different, you know, a different opportunity, it's this is all worth it. Oh, very much so. Because all too often when you're in um, the inner city, uh, and I, I think back to my time growing up, as crazy as it seems, I had never been to the beach or I hadn't been on an airplane until I went on a recruiting trip. I was a senior in high school, never been on an airplane, you know, never really been outside of my, my community. And tennis really opened up the world to me. I had an opportunity to just go places I never would have an opportunity otherwise. And I think the same thing for golf. We're showing these these kids a different way, a different, uh, we're opening their eyes to a whole different world. I remember a teacher one time told me that a book can let you travel all over the world. Well, I think a set of golf clubs can do the same thing. It can let you travel all over the world and see the whole, see a, a world that's completely different than the one you're, you're currently in. Well, Ken, you're doing an amazing job. We can't say thank you enough for stopping in St. Louis and stopping on our show on this Sunday morning. We know you're busy and keep doing what you're doing. It's great to see these kids have the chance to play this great game of golf. Well, thank you guys for having me and thanks for all the support and hopefully we can tee it up the next time I'm 
in St. Louis. You can count on We'd that. We'd love to do it, Ken. Thanks again. Don't stop yeah. anytime soon, man. We want to keep this thing going. That is Ken All Bentley, right. the commissioner of the APGA Tour, and this is Golf with Jay Delsing, presented by Darty Business Solutions. Isaac Bruce, Tori Holt, Nick Ragone, all coming up on this Sunday morning. Stay with us. It's Golf with Jay Delsing. That was On the Range. Up next, we tee it up as we head to the front nine. You're listening to Golf with Jay Delsing. Powers Insurance and Risk Management is a family-owned local business that's been helping our community for over 200 years. In the always confusing world of insurance, Powers Insurance provides clarity, exceptional service, and the latest in cutting-edge products to deliver the highest quality in property and casualty coverage, as well as strategic planning consultation services. Powers Insurance and Risk Management will partner with you. That's right, partner with you to customize the right coverage for you and your family. Tim Davis, the Chief Operations Officer, will personally sit down and talk you through the ins and outs of your policies. They are experts at helping you control your workplace expenses, and helping to guarantee the safety of you and your employees and their needs. You can visit them at powersinsurance.com. That's powersinsurance.com for all of your insurance needs. Family Golf and Learning Center. No matter your age or skill level, Family Golf and Learning Center, located in Kirkwood, has something for you. They've got it all. PGA and LPGA instruction, double-decker driving range, par-3 golf course, trackman simulators, a large short-game green design to help you with all your shots around the green, bunkers, rough, and Zoysia fairway pitching. And now open the Tahoma Bermuda Grass Tees, the best turf to hit from in St. Louis. It's all at Family Golf and Learning Center. To schedule a lesson or to find out more, visit FamilyGolfOnline.com. That's FamilyGolfOnline.com. Family Golf and Learning Center. We make St. Louis better at golf. Hey, this is Jay Delsing, and we golfers are always looking for ways to improve our games. For me, that means I want the very best and the very latest in equipment, and in technology. The place for me is Pro-Am Golf in Brentwood. Tom DeGrand opened Pro-Am Golf Center in 1975, and ever since then, he and his family have provided St. Louis with the finest in golf equipment, instruction, and the latest in the ever-changing world of golf technology. Whether you are a scratch golfer looking to find the latest in range finders, or a newcomer looking to find your first set of clubs, Pro-Am Golf has just what you're looking for. You say you're looking to get yourself custom fitted for a new set of clubs, you need to call TJ. He has fit me personally and he is the best in town. If you mention my name, CJ will take 50% off the already low fitting price. So if you need anything from golf balls to a new pair of shoes or a lesson from Tom, who by the way, has been helping St. Louisans play better golf for over 45 years, Pro-Am Golf in Brentwood is the place for you. You can also visit them at ProAmUSA.com. That's Pro-Am Golf. The legends of golf return to St. Louis in 2023. You won't want to miss one of the strongest fields in golf. 
Ernie Els, Steve Stricker, Bernard Longer, John Daly, and many more when they compete for the 2023 Ascension Charity Classic title, September 5th through the 10th at historic Norwood Hills Country Club. All proceeds benefit area charities. Together, we were able to donate over $1 million to those most in need last year. Visit ascensioncharityclassic.com. This is the Front Nine, presented by the Ascension Charity Classic. To learn more, visit ascensioncharityclassic.com. This is Golf with Jay Delsing, presented by Doherty Business Solutions. That's Jay Delsing. I'm Dan McLaughlin. And what a pleasure it is. We got one Hall of Famer from the National Football League. He's been inducted into Canton. That's the great Isaac Bruce. We have another one. Very close. He's on his way, and that's Tory Holden. Guys, you were part of the uh, the Legends Breakfast to really kick off the Ascension Charity Classic. And Isaac, I'll start with you. What's it like to be back in town and to, to be a part of that event, event this past week? Well, it's always great to be back here in St. Louis. Uh, a lot of great memories. Um, uh, be, able, be able to be here, create more memories, and just everything that's uh, happening from a charity standpoint, just to be a part of that. I mean, um, we've been doing that since uh, I got here in 1995. And uh, it's always a pleasure. Well, Tori, we're going to get into whether or not you should be in the Hall of Fame. By the way, he should be. Okay, yes. that's, a, that's yeah, a slam dunk. Absolutely. But let's ask you, too, what's it like to be back in St. Louis? No, it's awesome, man. You know, it's always good to come back to St. Louis, a place that's, uh, that holds near and dear to my heart for sure. Um, and, you know, to be able to, uh, to continue to come back and support what's happening in the community, uh, what's happening in North, Count- North County, uh, raising awareness, raising dollars to be able to help young folks, um, you know, be all that they be all that they can be. And it's right on brand with Isaac and I. He has his own foundation. I have my own foundation. This is something that we've been doing for years. So it was a no brainer to be able to come back and to support. Guys, one of the things that's so impressive that not enough people know about what you do for the community. So I mean, Isaac, you've been retired for quite a while, and and Tori, you've been out of the game to come back to do things like this. Your foundations, it's a big part of golf, but the NFL does great things like this around around the country yeah they do they give us opportunities to go out in different communities uh, yeah. st louis being one of them uh, our hometowns being another but yeah. you know i think uh from a foundation standpoint from what we do uh, personally to what the nfl does um i just think it's a, a big avenue for us to you know to to give back and to uh put back into the the very communities that we came out of. How about for you, Tori, and tell us about both of you guys, but I'll start with Tori, your foundation and what you're doing to give back. Yeah, our foundation is Hope Brothers Foundation. It supports young kids with a parent or guardian that's battling cancer. We provide educational, emotional, and peer empathy for those families. Uh, we've been now um, on our mission for 23 years now and with, with the hopes of, to, to continue to impact those families and, and, uh, and lend support uh, to those families. Um, we all know someone that has dealt with cancer or maybe even dealing with cancer. And when cancer penetrates the home, it changes the dynamics of the home fairly quickly. So uh, with our help, as well as the local hospitals back in North Carolina, as well as uh, uh, hospitals here in, in St. Louis, uh, we're able to provide a place, a safe haven for those families to go and to learn and find better ways to cope with uh, with with now cancer now penetrating the home. What I love too, the summer months come and all of a sudden you hear the name Isaac Bruce. He's running around on a football field helping kids, and I know that's something that your foundation is very proud of. Yeah, the Isaac Bruce Foundation. We we do do a football camp every summer here in the city of St. Louis, but also we have a program, Flight Three Hundred program, where we uh, provide uh, transportation to students who can't afford uh, to get to their cities where they're doing their studies and academics. 
And uh, we do dorm decor. We do uh, Uber rides. And some of the participants of the program, this is their mm-hmm. very first time being on an airline mm-hmm. or being on a plane. So uh, we kind of bridge that gap between uh, school and, and the home. It's amazing. The, sto- the stories you guys tell and the way that your foundations are formed are all direct impacts of things that happen to us in our lives. You yeah. guys, I grew up here in North St. Louis, and to see the area go the way it's gone, it's been, really been tough. To have a golf tournament come back and then to have guys, Hall of Fame guys, come back to support it says a lot about you guys. It also says a lot about the community in the North County area, man. If we can help it out it, 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 like we're doing, it means a ton to me. Yeah. No, it, it, you know what? It, it gives the young kids an opportunity to, 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 to still believe and have hope that they can, you know, achieve uh, and have success. And you look at all those, the, the folks that was in that room this morning and, and the impact that they're making to be able to create awareness, obviously to be able to raise uh, funds and resources to give back to our young folks, I think is incredible. So just to be in that mix, just to be associated with that group, uh, I think is fantastic. It speaks to the, to the commitment to the community. Uh, and again, uh, seeing these young golfers and particularly young African-American golfers be able to penetrate the space and feel like they belong. Uh, and also have the support that they need, I think is fantastic. It's interesting, Tori, because a lot of times you hear people say, I can't play golf because it's a, it's a wealthy kid sport. Right. It's not true. I grew up with no money, fourth of five kids, and grew up playing with my mom's clubs on a muni. Mm. If you want it, it's out there for you. And what that young lady said, that the young woman that stood up that's been in the junior league, she was impressive. She, she stood up awesome. in front of yep. 200 people. Very awesome. Yeah, so it's it's phenomenal. And then to have you guys, football players, are much more going to, going to be recognized in the, the African-American in the North County community than a golfer will be, you know, because they're like, these kids don't think they can play mm-hmm. golf, but you get one person and it can change the tide a little bit. No, I, I agree. I, I, I mean, and that's what it's all about. I mean, she's a, she's a trailblazer. Um, she's a trendsetter uh, for sure. And, and, and just listening to her and the maturity and, and how she presents herself and even the way that she moves. This is a very confident young lady that feels like she can penetrate this space and have success in this space. Both of you guys look like if we shoot it up right now, you're both playing in the NFL. <laughs> oh, man. But I'm not sure you guys can swing the golf club. So who, who's, the, who's a golfer out of this group with Isaac Bruce and Tory Holt? Any golfers you guys play? Well, first of all, if we just had the, you know, dress the part, I think yeah. <laughs> we both can look it. But as far as making contact, putting putting a club to the ball, I mean, it has to be Tory. I mean, um, you know, I can clean it up. I can drive him to the next hole. Right. But, uh, <laughs> so I know I got, I got a good driver. Yeah. And a guy that can putt. Yeah. So, uh, I, I don't play golf with 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 uh, with as much regularity as some of our as some of our peers, some of our our teammates. Like London Fletcher plays quite a bit. Orlando's, I think, is taking the game up. I was we just, just going to tell well. you, we just Danny and I just ran into Orlando yeah. and had his two boys with him. You never seen yeah. three bigger men out there playing golf. I'm trying great. to figure. I'm trying to figure out who sized him up for his clubs. <laughs> right. No, I, I told Orlando. I said, and we know each other. And I said, if you hit into our group, you're going to have a real problem. And then I ran. Yeah, yeah right, exactly. Yeah. He still looks like he can play. So. Yeah, yeah. He's. You know what? One of the, one of the things that I that I and I said it on the stage earlier today that I admire about these guys is. Is how they carry themselves, and and they take such pride in making sure that they that they that they look the part, uh, sound the part, ultimate professionals. Yeah. Um. And Isaac is that. Orlando is that. Marshall Kurt. The list goes on and on. Um. Of of how professional that that these young men are, uh, that these guys are. But um. You know, golf is golf is a good sport. You know, like I said, I don't get up every morning wanting to go play golf. 
Spending four and a half, five hours a day playing <laughs> golf is not what I, what I want <laughs> to. And you guys got young families too. Yeah, and so I got you know, I got yeah, I got young kids, and um, so putting that amount of time into golf is I'm still not there yet. But when I'm out there, I enjoy playing. What is it like to come back to St. Louis? I know we have limited time with both you guys. I'll start with you, Isaac. But does it conjure up memories of being on the football field, being at the dome, or is it more like, yeah, that's a chapter in my life. I closed it, and I'm looking to do different things here in St. Louis. Uh, you know, without a doubt, I'm, I always say that you know that my my dreams are bigger than my memories, but my memories are still there. I mean, when you're when you're driving down 70 or when you're on 270, 170, uh, yeah, you headed towards downtown. I mean, some of those same memories start coming up about you know driving down on uh, Sunday morning, getting ready to play a game. And uh, sometimes just being downtown mm. uh, and, and you see the actual dome where a lot of great memories, great plays actually yeah. happen in that building. So, um, you know, Memphis and Missouri will be playing in that dome here coming real soon. So I have a chance to be back in that dome and, uh, and see some football. But, yeah, the memories are still there. Uh, they're fun memories. Uh, do we move on? Yeah, we have to. But at the same time, I think we still have those memories of, yeah. of the great games that were played in there. I'm sure you feel the same way. Absolutely. Like, like I'm, I'm standing at the risk cards for this event, and they gave me a room that I have the, the view of downtown. So I see the arch in the, in the city, and it takes, takes me back. I just, just like, wow, that's, I remember, that, remember being downtown, riding downtown, getting ready to go to the stadium, and the tailgating and the fans and, and the arch and – you know, people back home in my back in North Carolina that had never been to St. Louis. You know, seeing the arch and seeing every—it it just takes back, brings back so many great memories. And I remember that dome really rocking, man. Oh yeah, oh, that dome was really you rocking. You couldn't talk to the person next yeah, to you it was crazy. when you guys were out the, there. The, the 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 fans were bobbing and weaving. I mean, they were they was they were uh, they were ultra excited about what we were doing. But we we generated that excitement by the Absolutely. way that we played, um, and by the and by and and how. Uh, excited we were for each other having success i think that spilled over certainly into the fans guys f from a, another athlete's point of view playing a sport you're both going into the hall of fame tori i know you're going to get in and isaac having a gold jacket i can't even imagine how cool that is but playing a sport so rough so difficult what is the mental side mm. of the injury part? Because we walk after the ball. We, I mean, my body's a disaster. Jay, now, but thirty I'm years a, on the PGA tour. I'm a lot older than both of y'all. A lot. I got clothes older than you, Tori. <laughs> anyway, but, but to know that your career could be cut short in one play. I mean, and you're watching guys tear their ACLs just cutting. When I watched you guys cut, I mean, people couldn't stay near you guys right. when you played. Yeah, well, it was. Well, it's a mentality. I mean, it's something that you. You certainly are aware that injuries are part of the game, but it's something that you don't carry with you when you're out there competing. Yeah. You just gotta, you know, you gotta go. You gotta let be free and go out and play and and react and respond. We obviously know injuries are part of the game. So, but yeah, I mean, you just gotta mentally. You just got to, you know, you just gotta lock in. Um, you got to do a lot of, and we did a lot of preventive preventable things prior to uh, training to try to minimize, you know, injuries. Uh, but it's it's more of a mindset of just going out, being free, playing free, uh, having a good time, and just turning it loose. Can't be worried about it. Yeah, no. you can't be worried. It's, we again, we obviously know that it's part of the game, but it's certainly something that you can't worry about. Well, we know the Ascension Charity Classic is giving back to St. Louis. You guys are doing that as well. What is the best way for those that are listening to give back to both of your foundations? I'll start with you, Isaac. A website, phone number. What's the best way to do it? Well, mine is pretty easy. Just go uh, IsaacBruce.org. Uh, find out everything that we're doing. Make donations, please. I mean, I don't right. ask for money for myself, but 
for my foundation and what's happening in my foundation, we always ask for donations. Yeah. Uh, uh, the Flight 300 program, you can donate to that. We have great partners like Ameren. Uh, we have partners like uh, American Airlines that's given us over 900, uh, over 9 million miles in the that's last incredible. two years. That's, so that's amazing. Uh, Just awesome. We're pushing it forward. How about for you, Tori? Best way to do it? Wholebrothersfoundation.org. Great. Wholebrothersfoundation.org. Yes, sir. Tori Holt, future Hall of Famer. Isaac, congratulations. You're in the Hall of Fame. Jay Delsing, Dan McLaughlin. And this is Golf with Jay Delsing, presented by Doherty Business Solutions. That was the front nine on Golf with Jay Delsing, presented by the Ascension Charity Classic. We're halfway home, and next, we'll make the turn. I want to welcome Redbird Heating and Cooling to the Golf with Jay Delsing show. You can reach them at 314-320-9507 or on the website, redbirdhva.com. CEOs Jed Dickinson and Jerry Pearson run the area's most responsive and dedicated heating and cooling company that's been conscientiously supporting the St. Louis area for the last decade. Just last month, when my air conditioner stopped working, Jed and his team were at my home at 7 a.m. to replace one unit and then repair the other. Your money, like it's our money, was Jed's statement to me, and the repairs for Unit 2 was less than $200. If you want to work with a family-owned business that you can trust, then call 314-320-9507 or visit them at redbirdhvac.com. That's redbirdhvac.com. You're listening to Golf with Jay Delsing. To connect with Jay, log on to jdelsinggolf.com. You'll see the latest in equipment, find the latest innovations in golf, and get tips from a PGA professional. That's jdelsinggolf.com. Hi, this is Nick Ragone from the Ascension Charity Classic. And you're listening to Golf with Jay Delsing. WSOS HD1 East St. Louis 101 ESPN is driven by Auto Centers Nissan, home of the lifetime warranty and 30-day return. Hey, this is Jay Delsing for SSM Health Physical Therapy. Our golf program has the same screening techniques and technology as the pros on the PGA Tour use. SSM Health Physical Therapy has the Titleist Performance Institute trained physical therapists that can perform the TPI screening on you as well as use the KVEST 3D motion capture system. Proper posture, alignment, etc., can help you keep your game right down the middle. We have 80 locations in the St. Louis area. Call 800-518-1626 or visit them on the web at SSMPhysicalTherapy.com. Your therapy, our passion. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. We're halfway home and it's time to make the turn. Let's get back to Jay and Dan. At the 27-yard line, Warner to throw. Going deep downfield, adjusting for it is Isaac Bruce. And Isaac Bruce threads his way for a touchdown. 73 yards. I always say that, you know, that my, my dreams are bigger than my memories, but my memories are still there. I mean, when you're, when you're driving down 70 or when you're on 270, 170, uh, yeah, you're headed towards downtown. I mean, some of those same memories start coming up about, you know, driving down on uh, Sunday morning, getting ready to play a game, and uh, sometimes just being downtown, mm. uh, and, and you see the actual dome where a lot of 
great memories, great plays actually yeah. happen in that building. So, um, you know, Memphis and Missouri will be playing in that dome here coming real soon. So I have a chance to be back in that dome and, uh, and see some football. But, yeah, the memories are still there. Uh, they're fun memories. Uh, do we move on? Yeah, we have to. But at the same time, I think we still have those memories of, yeah. of the great games that were played in there. Warner, back to throw, under pressure, throws the end zone, touchdown Rams, Torrey Holt! And the rookie, Torrey Holt, made the catch. I'm standing at the Ritz-Carlton for this event, and they gave me a room that I have the, the view of downtown. So I see the arch in the, in the city, and it takes, takes me back. I just, it's like, wow, that's... I remember that. Remember being downtown, riding downtown, getting ready to go to the stadium, and the tailgating, and the fans, and in the arch, and you know, people back home in my back in North Carolina that had never been to St. Louis, you know, seeing the arch and seeing everything. It just takes back, brings back so many great memories. And I remember that dome really rocking, man. The fans were bobbing and weaving. I mean, they were, they was, they were, uh, they were ultra excited about what we were doing. But we, we generated that excitement by Absolutely. the way that we played. Um, and by the and by and, and how excited we were for each other having success, I think that spilled over certainly into the fans. This is golf with Jay Delsing. Yes, some football highlights mixed in as we come back from break because of Tory Holt, Isaac Bruce. Great to visit with them as they sat down with us, making a difference. Certainly, they did on the football field. That's Jay Delsing. I'm Dan McLaughlin, but making a difference in what they've done with their foundations, which was fun to find out about. First of all, great men. I mean, first of all, great humans. I can run from from here to my refrigerator, <laughs> but I got to tell you. They look like they should be playing. Wow. Yeah. And Isaac's a little bit older than Tori, and he is still, still super fit. Man, when I look back and watch what those guys did on the football field and then standing next to them, they still kept themselves in great shape. And think about that now. As soon as Tori gets in the hall, that'll be five Hall of Famers just on the front on the offensive side of the ball. It's incredible. They were part of the uh, Legends Breakfast to kick off the Ascension Charity Classic. By the way, we're going to visit with Nick Ragone uh, next segment. He's arrived on the scene. He's been kind enough to show up here at Norwood Hills Country Club. But we'll visit with Nick, who runs the Ascension. But that was the kickoff for the, the week-long events, if you will. And, and now we're under a month away. I know you're preparing for it body willing. Uh, hopefully that's going to be just fine, and I know it will be, but I, I just thought that having those two guys on stage and, and being able to tie in golf with foundations to football, it was pretty cool to see those two guys and to reminisce, and Martin Kilcoin did a great job uh, with the Q&A and moderating that conversation. Who emceed that? I emceed it, but you I did I a just, great I, job of emceeing it. It was great to have you behind the mic again, and um, you got a Nick Ragone had a wonderful shout out to you. It was very it kind. Caught, it needed to be said, and it was great to have you do it, I, Danny. From you hosting the thing to that to Martin doing the the Q and A to that young lady from PGA. Uh, junior league that knocked it out of the park. I thought it was a. I, I thought it was one of our best breakfasts, and we didn't have any professional golf. You know, any prof professional golf legends there. So one of the things I want to get into with Nick as we're making the turn here on golf with Jay Delsing, presented by Darty Business Solutions, is where are we at with ticket sales, the names that are coming, and also anytime I can find out news about Tiger. He's got some updated news apparently he wants to get into. That moves the needle. So the Ascension Charity Classic, my man, is right around the corner. I, I mentioned God willing, body willing for you. <laughs> You'll be playing in it. How are you doing right now? Well, my game is really good. I just kind of I don't know if I just overdid it playing so much, but I was playing really well, so I was playing all the time, and I just kind of hurt my hip a little bit. 
and uh, something in my back. But, you know. Only your hip and your back, which are vital. Age, but look at me. I mean, this is why, Danny, I've unscrewed the light bulbs in my bathroom, man. I don't want to, I can't stand to look at this body anymore, man. But um, it, I'm going to be fine. I'm going to get out there. We're going to we're gonna give it hell, man. I can't wait to get to compete again. I can't wait to feel nervous. I can't wait to have that adrenaline run through my body. It just, you know, there's, there's what other parts of life do you get to feel? That just makes you feel alive to me, you know? I think fans would be curious. Take me on the course right now and how you prepare. Is it a lot of putting one day? Is it just chips one day? Is it going out and playing 36? Is it putting yourself in uncomfortable spots on the course? What do you do to prepare? And for you, this is like a major, man. This is being oh. back home at Norwood. This means an awful lot to you. Is there anything bigger than a major? No. Call, call it that because that, that's what it feels like for me. So f- for, for my personality and for my game, I need to play a lot. I need to be on the golf course and I need reps that way. Now, there is a component where I can practice and I have done some of that. But when it comes to like some of the putting drills that you're talking about, one of the things that I've started doing is putting more my short putts because you know when we play you you pick you know you hit it out there two feet you pick it up well you can't pick anything up sure and the, the weird thing about that Danny is that when you're not accustomed to it and then you're thrown back in all of a sudden it's almost shocking to the system you your brain wants to get too active and you just, you don't need any thinking on these two footers you just go through your routine and knock them in you know and so I started to do uh, things like that a lot of pitching a lot of judging of the lies things that I don't when you play all the time you take that for granted when you're not playing you don't see some of these lies you know you don't see and, and, and you you have to make some of the right decisions on the shots that you need to hit that's really how I've been spending my my time. Heck, well, you and I played a ton. Played Norwood a ton. is spectacular. Just beautiful. You know, we we're talking about the weather and all the rain we've had. I would imagine that Norwood has to be pleased by having this much rain and let this baby get plush, let it get as green as it can. Now, it was already. Don't yep. get me wrong. Yep. It was in magnificent shape. But when you get it like this and then you start to kind of shut down areas of the golf course, this place could be in just incredible shape by the uh, the early portion of September. Yeah, hopefully we get a little bit of it drying out, you know, yeah. so the course will play a little faster, but you're absolutely right. Plus, Danny, not only the rain, we've had super cool temps, so that gives the, everything a chance to recover a little bit. We had that oppressive heat. How many times were we out playing and they were watering and syringing the greens right in front of us? And, you know, so th- they haven't had to do any of that sort of stuff. So I know that um, Mike, Mike Null, who, in my opinion, is the top five superintendent in the country, he does a phenomenal job over there. The golf course will be impeccable, and the field will be great. It's it's going to be a great event. So coming up, we'll visit with Nick Ragone. I want to go back just for a moment to Ken Bentley. What stood out in our visit? And Ken, again, if you're just joining us, again, we're on from 8 to 10 now, Golf with Jay Delsing. But Ken is the commissioner of the APGA. It's great to give these guys a shot, man, and uh, and he's doing a hell of a job with that. All I can say is it's needed. You know, Danny, we've talked about this a 100 times. The way you and I grew up, Back at, you were in South County, I was in North County. South City. South City, sorry. South County, I mean, come on. South City, yeah, you were uptown. (laughs) We didn't see color. No, we were downtown. I know, we were down, downtown. Danny, we didn't see color. We didn't care. It was, you know, just, hey, this guy's playing, this girl's playing, It's whatever. For a lot of these, these kids, 
the opportunities are so limited and that sucks, man. If it would have been limited for you and I, I mean, could you imagine if you wanted to do some of the great things you've done in your career and not been able to because of the way you look, that would have been it horrible. Piss me off. Horrible. Yeah, and I, and, I, I love what he's doing though. He's, he's, he's reaching out to the corporate people across the country and it's people like Doherty that have stepped up, as you mentioned in our interview with him, and said, hey, we want to be part of being a difference maker with you and giving these kids a shot. Just give them a chance. And through the Ascension and through the APGA, they get an exemption on an actual PGA Tour stop next year, which is huge. Ridiculous. Ridiculous what that could be worth to them and how that could springboard them on, onto their career. And, Danny, I can tell you specifically, Darty Business Solutions and Ascension were vital in springboarding the APGA to the next level. I know that after the St. Louis event, Cisco came on on board and 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 several other major corporate players have come on they're playing for over a million dollars in prize money this year it's incredible it's it's awesome listen is it pga tour standards no but it's a place to play to hone your skills how about the fact that now they supply the guys with fittings and and equipment how cool is that the other part too is that there have been guys that graduated from the apga and now you're seeing them on cbs on a saturday they're playing on the big tour the pga tour i know tony fino yeah i I mean harold varner played i mean we we got big names and and uh, that's the we we just got to get more kids Interested in it. Danny, I go back. I know it's not like a broken record, but that young lady from the from the PGA Junior League was so impressive to me. She she was just delightful. And here's a girl, uh, African-American young lady, never even probably ever had a golf club in her hand. How good was her swing? Oh, it was awesome. And her putting stroke, and they showed her putting. She's looked, knocking down 10, 15-footers. Looked pretty like, no good. no problem. I know. She's like, what's so hard about this game? Nick Ragone from the Ascension Charity Classic will be our guest next. There's a lot of news with the Ascension Charity Classic. We're coming to you on this Sunday morning from Norwood Hills Country Club. Club. That's Jay Delsing. I'm Dan McLaughlin. Golf with Jay Delsing, presented by Darty Business Solutions. That was Making the Turn. Coming up, we head to the back nine. You're listening to Golf with Jay Delsing. Darty Business Solutions, the title sponsor of the Golf with Jay Delsing show, has been enhancing the business of our customers for the last 37 years. How do we do it? Through our expertise in technology, better use of data and analytics, artificial intelligence, and machine learning. We also roll up our sleeves and collaborate. We build applications and effectively communicate with our partner clients to bring their goals and objectives to the finish line. Our award-winning Access Point program is a community game changer. With nearly 100 students in the program, mostly young African-American females are making between 55 and $60,000 per year before graduating from high school. That's right, fifty-five dollars to $60,000 a year as a high school senior. That's when they begin training. CEO Ron Darty believes talent is equally distributed, but access to the opportunity is not. So here is Access Point, providing more and more opportunity for those in and around our community. That's Darty Business Solutions, changing our community for the better. This is Dan McLaughlin, inviting you to the 21st Annual Dan McLaughlin Golf Tournament to benefit the Special Education Foundation. This tournament has raised over $5 million, and 100% of the money raised has gone to children with special needs in our community. To sponsor, volunteer, or to play in the event on October 9th at Norwood Hills Country Club, please visit sef.org 
www.norwoodhills-stl.org. I'll see you on October 9th at Norwood Hills Country Club. If you're in the market for a new or used vehicle, any maker model, then you need to visit the Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood. They are the official vehicle provider of the Golf with Jay Delsing show. My daughter and I both drive vehicles supplied by Colin and the Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood. And the reason we have them is because we know we can trust them. They made the car buying experience painless and very easy. Their customer service is second to none. They provided my daughter with a loaner car when her Passat needed repairs. Every single step of the car buying experience was taken care of for us. You can reach Colin at 314-966-0303 and he will answer all of your questions and put your mind at ease. The Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood has new or pre-owned vehicles to be purchased or leased, whichever you prefer. Once you visit the Dean Team Volkswagen on Manchester and Kirkwood, you'll become a customer for life because they'll treat you like family. The Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood, the official vehicle provider of the Golf with Jay Delsing Show. Family Golf and Learning Center, no matter your age or skill level. Family Golf and Learning Center, located in Kirkwood, has something for you. They've got it all. PGA, LPGA instruction, double-decker driving range, par-3 golf course, trackman simulators, and so much more. This is St. Louis's premier practice facility. To schedule a lesson or to find out what they can offer you and your family, visit FamilyGolfOnline.com. That's FamilyGolfOnline.com. Family Golf and Learning Center. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. The Back Nine is presented by Pro-Am Golf, located in Brentwood. See what Pro-Am Golf can do for you. Golf with Jay Delsing on this Sunday morning. And joining us is Nick Ragone from the Ascension Charity Classic. That's Jay Delsing. I'm Dan McLaughlin. What a way to kick off the Ascension Charity Classic this past week. APGA, you had that tournament, and that is such a, a huge thing for this area and for African-American players trying to make a name for themselves. Ascension Charity Classic, less than a month away. So, Nick, you are a busy man, and this past week was a big week for the Ascension. You know, we kicked off the week, uh, the run-up to the Charity Classic. We're uh, 27 days out or about 20 days out. And uh, to start it off with a great, a second year in a row now, a great APGA Classic. And that's really turned into a marquee event, Danny. You know this, and Jay, on their tour, the APGA Tour, which is a developmental tour for African-American golfers that this year, because of our involvement, you know, Jay, and Oracle and Farmers and others, now has developmental status with the PGA Tour. And to have our winner now, our champion, and we're so happy, be able to play in, they're getting a sponsor's exemption into Worldwide's tournament at Cabo, which, and you know this, Jay, PGA Tour starts are proud precious one start could change a career if you make a cut or you top 10 and you get another start think about how big of a deal that is to go from the APGA winning this weekend to starting at Cabo in the fall that's massive I mean there's no telling you can the one thing Nick that you say all we say all the time you can build Roman in seven days went on the PGA Tour and have that kind of week. But, Nick, one of the things that I'm really super proud of and I watched happen unfold in front of our eyes is Ascension's involvement in the APGA kick-started a huge corporate movement where now we've got Cisco. There's a lot of people that came on board because of St. Louis and because of, of this event. You know, I feel like we were at the beginning, along with Farmers, two years ago in saying that it's one thing – 
and you know this, Danny, we've talked about this. It's one thing to say you want golf to be more diverse and inclusive at the, uh, inclusive at the elite ranks. It's another thing to actually do something. Like, it's easy. Anybody could say anything. Talking is easy. I talk for a living. That's easy. Doing stuff is way harder. And I'm so proud of the team, and it was Dan Sullivan and Tim Heitman and Spratt and a bunch of others to say, okay, we're going to work with Ken Bentley and the APJ and create a marquee event. And then to have other sponsors come on board. And now to see uh, Kenyatta Ramsey of the PGA Tour announced about four months ago that they're going to find a path forward for the APGA to be a developmental tour for the Corn Ferry Tour and then the PGA Tour. Because you know this, Jay, it's hard to get onto the PGA Tour. You need mm. to have access points. You can't just say, look, we magically, Tiger in, in 96 and 97, it was supposed to make the game more diverse. It hasn't really happened. There was more players in the 70s and 80s. I uh, find this shocking. When, when you, you, shocking tour, you had, you know, Jimmy Den, Jim Thorpe, and Calvin Pete and Lee Elder. You had others. Right now, uh, Harold Varner has left the tour. You have Cameron Champ. Tiger's not playing. Golf has not gotten more diverse. It's not gotten more inclusive at the elite ranks. And so to have a full developmental tour like the APGA and for St. Louis to be a part of that narrative, and I think when the story's written in years from now, Jay, when we do have more diverse representation on the tour level, it'll they'll say, you know, it started in St. Louis. For people that don't know, APGA, what is it? They're saying, well, Nick's talking about it, Jay's talking about it, Dan's talking about it. What is this? So It's simply the Advocates put- Professional Golf Association. It's a a developmental tour for mostly African-American golfers and other underrepresented groups. It's been around for 13 years, but they have been under the radar for a long time until last year. And funny story, I've told this before, but when we announced our event last year at a, in Glen Echo in February, a snowy day, I remember it, you were there, both of you were there, and uh, we had a full media roundup, and Ken Bentley, the commissioner, was doing the media gauntlet, and I think he was talking to the Post-Dispatch, might have been Ben Fredrickson, and he, said, uh, and he said, oh, you must do press conferences all the time, and he goes, in 13 years, we haven't done one. And That's so, unbelievable. And to I me. said to him, "Welcome to St. Louis. Like this yeah. is how we do things." And, and we had a full house, Nick. That thing packed. was packed. Two hundred people on a, a sleeting day. It was hard to get out of the driveway. And I thought this is going to be a good omen for their event, for our event. And it's led to again this developmental relationship with the PGA Tour. And I think you know golf needs to be accessible. And it's one again. It's one thing to say we have great programming at the Junior League with PGA Reach and First Tee and all that. They also need to see players that look like them that came from similar backgrounds to make it a little bit more real. And I think at the elite levels, it's so difficult, Jay, to get status on the tour, to even go through Q school, to get on Corn Ferry, to get on the PJ tour, to hold your card that the APJ needs to have developmental status, at least to the Corn Ferry tour. Absolutely. It does. I think it's a huge, I think it's a huge deal. And it's really interesting, Nick, to, when you look at how we've gotten less diversified, when you think of a guy like Tiger Woods, who considers himself multiracial, you think, well, this should have opened more doors. But with the influx of all of the great foreign players that have that have infiltrated our universities, the, the PGA Tour has now become the world golf tour. And, you know, you get a, a young man like Sageth Thagala, whose who's folks are from India and uh, Indian descent. And so there's a, a couple examples, but it's it's odd in this little space in, in history that we are right now. And Well, there's, there's, you know, it used to be the caddy program. So I, I grew up in Westchester County, and I was fortunate every year to go to the Westchester Classic, which I know you played at the Manufacturer's Hanover Westchester Classic. And I got to be a standard bearer in that. And and I remember seeing in 1982 and three and four, I saw Calvin Pete, who never missed a fairway. I saw Jim Thorpe, who was the longest player out there. I saw Jim Dent, who hit it a mile. I saw Lee Elder, who played in the Masters in 1975, first black golfer. I mean, these are guys I saw growing up, and it was normal to see these great athletes 
playing golf alongside. I saw Johnny Miller. I saw Tom Watts. Later, I saw you, Jay. You don't remember, but I met you. Uh, <laughs> Today, I hope I didn't hit you with a driver. Great players. Yeah. I saw your buddies uh, Corey Pavin and Steve Pape. But and and you and you go out to events now. And if Tiger's not in the field, Har- Harold Varner's not in the field anymore. You're, you're not seeing players uh, who look different, and that's a problem. How about uh, having the fact that you had Isaac Bruce, Tory Holt as a part of uh, your presentation of the Ascension Charity Classic, your Legends Breakfast this past week at Norwood Hills Country Club, where we're originating the show on this Sunday morning. But we heard from those two guys in hour one, having them a part of this, that was impressive and that was fun. It was great. You know, Tori and Isaac, first of all, they both looked like they could play um, you could arguably say that Rams offense was the greatest offense in history. I think you, when Torrey gets in, which he should, the Hall of Fame, you'll have five Hall of Famers. He will. Kurt Warner, yeah. Marshall, Orlando Pace, Isaac. Uh, and, you know, as a New York Giants fan, I can tell you how much I hated those teams because you knew that they are going to put up a 50 spot on some good defenses. But to have those guys come back, first of all, how involved they are in charitable giving is impressive. To remember – their time playing here and their fondness for the community and the fans and what it means in North St. Louis County and giving back and to be, uh, to come fly in on their own and, and come and be a part of that is pretty cool. And, you know, the Rams have, have done a disservice to the community, but the players never have. Absolutely. Danny, you know, what sticks out in my mind too, Nick, is that young lady from the junior league who got up and spoke at the breakfast on, uh, on Tuesday in front of, I don't know. She couldn't have been fifteen or sixteen years old. Cute as can be, but I told her she had a nice swing. Relaxed. She was very, very sweet. Well, I saw it on the video. She had a great swing. I was looking at that. That tempo looked like Ernie L's. By the way, I'm jealous. That 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 aggravates me a little bit. But the the way her her composure, her grace in front of to stand up at that age in front of two hundred people and do what she did. Not easy, and she did a great job. She did. You know, uh, I spoke uh, on on uh, the event on Tuesday. Our lieutenant governor spoke. And uh, she put us to shame. (laughs) (laughs) I I told her privately, and and thanks for having me emcee the event, but I told her, I said, a lot of government officials here, I think you're the best speaker we got. Do you have any uh, aspirations Well, and we didn't give Brian a mic, Brian Williams, Senator Brian Williams, who had a big part in creating this APG event for us. Uh, We'd still be there. uh, We'd still be at the event if he was talking. But (laughs) I want to say a couple things. A, thank you, Danny, for what you do for the community, emceeing that event. And Martin did a great job with Q&A. And having the support of the state of Missouri is a big deal. They view the Charity Classic as not just a golf event, but a celebration of the city, the county, and the state for a week. Remember, we're on the Golf Channel for eight hours of live coverage, eight hours of tape coverage, and it's a love letter to this community. And to have our Lieutenant Governor Mike Keogh, to me, we're blessed to have the best Lieutenant Governor uh, in the country, how much he's done for this state. To have him leaning into this and the state means a lot. And I think we're really blessed. The, you know, Dr. Page was at our event, Brian Williams, Mike Keogh, and others, the support from our elected officials. They know how the important this is. We're only as strong, the region, as all the communities within it. And for them to invest their time and energy to help make this a great event is special. It's amazing, Nick, when you look in the room and you, these people you mentioned, how many, you know, the term it takes a village has never been more appropriate. And But what's really cool is to watch the community involvement spread from year one to, year, you know, to, with COVID and all the challenges. This this is a phenomenal event for us. It really is. You know, the sports land, a lot of the narrative around St. Louis over the last couple of years has been around sports and our wins, right? NASCAR has been a great win. And 
they've done an amazing job with that. Soccer now has been an unbelievable win. The Cards and the Blues are two gold standard franchises within their respective sports. Even if they're playing great or not, it doesn't matter. The way they run, their investment, the community. And now to be a part of that landscape, to have, uh, you know, you remember this, Jay. In 2018, the PGA Bell Reeve, an amazing event, but that's the PGA of America. PGA Tour had no physical properties in St. Louis. To go from that to now three, we have the Charity Classic, which is a marquee event. We have the BMW coming back to Bell Reeve at 26, and we have the President's Cup coming, which is about, aside from the Ryder Cup, as big a global event as you can have in the sport. To go from zero to three, and to know that it was catalyzed by the Charity Classic, I think, and I know the PGA Tour has said that publicly, is pretty cool. You had Stuart Sink, you had Justin Leonard on a Zoom, uh, which was about 10 days ago or so, and I want to get into some of their comments as we continue to visit with Nick Ragone from Ascension. Let's get this out there right now. Corporate support, how good is it? And tickets for those that are watching as we wrap up our, our first segment with you. Go to uh, go CentralCharityClassic.com. I would tell you, we had record... Uh, attendance first two years, we're outpacing that by a considerable amount. I mean, it, it now is really a, a week that people are starting to look forward to. So we have our, our uh, Club 314, our ground passes, our VIP. We're building out the whole back nine. Last year, we had 190 corporate sponsors. We've already topped that. We've sold out the Thursday Pro-Am. It's not around anymore. We have a few spots left on Wednesday. Uh, it's just amazing how it, it – the team does an amazing job, and uh, Tim Heitman and Spratt, Alonzo, and others, but it's taken on a life of its own. I used the metaphor the first year that, you know, me selling this was pushing a boulder uphill. Now that boulder is running downhill on its own momentum, which is very cool. Nick Ragone, Ascension Charity Classic, Jay Delsing, Dan McLaughlin. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. Interesting comments made by Justin Leonard on whether Lib players would be welcome to PGA Tour champions. We'll get into that coming up. This is Adam Betts from Family Golf and Learning Center located in Kirkwood. Our motto is play your best golf. We have the best instruction for every skill level. Two female instructors along with our eight PGA instructors. We're there for the kids and the adults who are starting to play and trying to refine their game. Family Golf and Learning Center features a double-decker driving range, grass tees, and a short game area, along with indoor simulators and a performance center. That's not all. Don't forget about our back nine, Bar and Grill. Find out how we can help you and your family. Head to FamilyGolfOnline.com. That's FamilyGolfOnline.com. It's Family Golf and Learning Center, where we make St. Louis better at golf. The gateway section of the PGA, led by Allie Wells, is the center of golf for us here in St. Louis. With over 350 men and women in the organization, you'll be hard-pressed to find a golf course, driving range, or practice facility where one of these men and women members are not present working tirelessly to enhance your golf experience. From PGA Reach, the charitable foundation arm of the section, which raises and donates millions of dollars to the needy in our community, to PGA Hope that helps and supports our former military through the game of golf, to the PGA Junior League, which has turned out to be a game changer for creating opportunities and bringing more young players into the game, our gateway section remains committed to growing the game of golf. Again, at this year's Ascension Charity Classic, PGA Reach will be one of the benefactors of our Legends Charity Shootout, where half of the money raised will go to PGA Reach. The gateway section of the PGA, helping us all enjoy the game we love. Hello, friends. This is Jim Nance, and you are listening to Golf with my friend, Jay Delson. 
Redbird Heating and Cooling sponsors the Veterans Vocational Apprenticeship Program. Jed, the CEO and former Marine, will teach, mentor, and sign off on educational and mechanical work hours to help you get fully licensed while you work and get paid by the company. What a great way to launch your career as a fully licensed HVAC specialist. Visit RedbirdHVAC.com. That's Redbird Heating and Cooling. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. We're winding down, and it's a stop at the 19th hole. Golf with Jay Delsing, originating from Norwood Hills Country Club, the site, yet again, of the Ascension Charity Classic. Nick Ragone from Ascension, our guest. That's Jay Delsing. I'm Dan McLaughlin. I teased, and I'm going to paraphrase here, but... During the Zoom press conference in which Stuart Sink was there, Justin Leonard, Justin Leonard asked about, and I'm paraphrasing again, whether live players would be welcomed onto PGA Tour champions. And he said, maybe not be open arms, Nick, but it would be, hey, they'd be great for interest. They're great for sponsors. Ultimately, we're trying to generate buzz, money, and he thinks that they would be welcomed. What do you think? I think the um, the two things. One is I think the players won't have any issues. I mean, it, you know, this has never been... Uh, outside of a few players who have been emotional about it, most of those guys, Kepka, DJ, even Phil, they're in South Florida. They see each other. They play. Okay, that's not a big deal. Justin's right in that there's some big names on the live tour. Lee Westwood comes to mind. Ryder Cupper, well-known. Obviously, Phil has generated so much heat, it's hard to even figure out where he stands anymore. But there's other guys that are turning 50 that are on live, the Sergios of the world, Martin Keimer, you know, not immediately, Graham McDowell, Ian Poulter. And the Champions Tour is fueled by having new names come on every year, right? That's how they keep it interesting. And so to that extent, he's right. It, it It's important for those guys uh, to have the younger players, the Stuart Sinks, who's turned 50, and next year, Zach Johnson, and to have these newer players come out. And so he's right. Now, whether or not there's going to be a path forward for them, they – are under the PGA Tour umbrella. Jay Monahan announced a couple weeks ago there was going to be a committee to figure out how they're going to deal with the live players. And it was not going to be Jay just, you know, summarily saying they're in or out, right? There's a, a process with some players, with others, and they're going to evaluate it. And my hope as a sponsor is that eventually we come to a place where the global game of golf is no longer fractured and united, and that the fans of St. Louis have the chance to see the best players in the world. You have put on the Ascension Charity Classic. What about your counterparts? Do you think they would welcome those players back, or it just be kind of universally accepted with something like this if they're welcome back? I, I think the Champion Tour sponsors want to have the best product possible, and that means having the best fields possible. And so I think... I don't think it'll be an issue for fans to see Lee Westwood, right? They're not going to be bothered by that. Phil is different, and I, Phil is a whole other orbit, so put Phil aside. But if you look at some of the players on the Champions Tour, I mean, you know, Martin Keimer is going to turn 50 not too far from now. Sergio eventually, Graham McDowell, Ian Poulter. You have Westwood, who's already 50. I don't think fans are going to hold it against those guys for doing what they did. I know the sponsors want to have the best product available. Now, whether or not, you know, they choose to play is a different story. There's, you know, we're still a long way from this deal being finalized with the uh, Public Investment Fund and the PGA Tour, and we'll see how it plays out. But my hope as a sponsor is that the global golf community at some point heals itself and fans have access to seeing the best players in the world. I, I hope you're right too, Nick. What where, I'd, where I'm wondering is, these guys are now suspended from the PGA Tour. And, you know, what is that going to look like from a protocol standpoint? Because 
if you say, you know, to, can you say to Sergio, you can't play any more PGA Tour events, but once you turn 50, you can go play the Champions Tour. I don't think it's going to be like that. I think part of the problem, the issue with uh, the live players coming back is, you know, do they have to go to Q school? Like that was floated. Come on. Like, yeah, no, it was floated. Like one of the, you know, one of the trial balloons floated was like, okay, you left, you're going to have a path back, but you got to go qualify. I'd love to see that. Which is interesting, right? Now, a guy like Phil is not going to Q school. Phil actually has permanent, you know, when when you're in the Hall of Fame, you have permanent membership. So that's one of the questions. Now with the Champions Tour, does that mean you have to go to the Champions Tour Q school, which by the way, as you know, is the toughest school on the planet. Exactly. 80 play for five. Now, the other thing is we all have sponsors exemptions, right? So, I mean, if you tell me, yeah, Lee Westwood has to go through Q school or I could give him a sponsor's exemption, I'm going to give him a sponsor's exemption. Yeah. I want Lee Westwood in my field. So it's it's extremely complicated. How yeah. many people, by the way, call you? And I'm talking about the- A lot. Yeah, I can't <laughs> imagine the players and let me tell calling you, you. The two easiest sponsor exemptions I get to give out are to the two Jays, Williamson and Delsing, and having them in our field. Jay, Jay hit our first shot a couple of years ago, which is still memorable. Jay Williamson, who's had a great career, both Jays have on the PJ Tour. Our, the game of golf has been represented so well at the professional ranks um, locally by Jay and Jay. So having them in the field. And then, you know, it, it's- um. The most stress I have, there's two things. One is the weather, which I don't control. The other is sponsors exemption, yeah, which I do control. And uh, and there's a lot of great players. You saw that, Jay. You Monday qualified. You saw how good. Oh, my. That, we how had many, major champions. Had major champions. We had, I think we had Sean McKeel the there. We had Esteban Toledo. We had Len Matisse, who nearly won the Masters. If you look, Danny, at the Monday qualifier, it looked like a, a mid-level champions tour sure. event. That's how many great players were in it. Let's stay on that theme and mention some of the, the players that you know have committed to come in September and will be a part of this. And I'm sure fans will be curious about the names that you're about to mention. We're talking about big names in the I game I mean, we're going to have a great field. Every year we have a top three field. Um, to have Bernard Longer now be the winningest champion of all time, come back, is amazing. Um, Ernie Els, Fjord, Justin Leonard, Duvall. And here's the exciting thing. Um, you know, and I mentioned this at the press conference two weeks ago or that you were on, Danny. I mentioned that I've had personal conversations with Tiger, which I have, uh, multiple conversations, and twice in front of witnesses, by the way, and, and those witnesses were Jay Monahan <laughs> and Rory McIlroy, so pretty good witnesses. He hold said, him to it, Nick. Hold I, him to it. I haven't man. said this part publicly, but I'll tell you an addendum to the story. So I chatted with Tiger. He knew a lot about the event. He knew a lot about Norwood. He knew Hogan won here. So if you ever want to question how much of a golf savant I, Tiger is, he didn't know which major. He goes, Hogan won there, right? And I said, absolute 48 PGA. He said that the experience at Bell Reeve in 2018 was the best ever he's had as a professional. And he said, when I turn 50, get my cart ready. And then later in the night, apropos of nothing, he said, where's my friend from St. Louis? He pointed at me and he said, when I turn 50, get my cart ready. He said, he calls it a buggy. And he goes, and he, you know, and he's motivated because he wants to beat up on the same players, Jay. You know, he's <laughs> beat up for 30 years. I'll, I'll, I'll step and in so line. Here's the best, get here, Tiger. Here's We'd the love best to part. Um, two weeks later, I actually was in South Florida and I had a chance to play golf with Rory, which was amazing. And uh, he was at the dinner and he said, hey, man, did you ever... Tiger committed to your event kind of publicly. Did you follow up with them? And I said, well, I don't really text Tiger, so (laughs) that's not something I can do. And he goes, I'll see him at JT's wedding. I'll remind him. Is that right? That's right. That's true story. So you would, you anticipate Tiger being here in a couple of I years? I think he is going to – here's what I anticipate. He said this publicly at the Masters on his presser on Tuesday. You remember this, Jay. You were texting. 
you and I, uh, he said, I, you know, when I turn 50, I'm going to get a buggy and go play. He can't walk anymore, but he could hit it. I mean, he has 180 mile per hour ball speed. He still pokes it. He just physically can't walk. And he said, uh, I get the sense when he turns 50, he's, he's a competitor. He's going to get a whiff of it in his nose. He's going to play a little bit. He's going to win. And he's going to say, I like being in a cart and beating up on these guys. And I think he's going to play, if not a regular schedule, a semi-regular, you know, 10, 12, 14 events a year. And absolutely, I think he's going to play here. I wonder, too, if his son has an influence on this. He wants to show his son, who missed, obviously, the height of his career, saw him win the Masters, his last Masters championship in 19, I guess. But when you think about that, Charlie has a chance to watch him. I wonder if that's a, a motivating factor for him. I would have to think so. You know, they mostly, they saw him win in 2019. So it was like, okay, dad can really play. But you even heard this. I think uh, Isaac Bruce mentioned this in his chat uh, on Tuesday. You know, do, you, do your kids know what you've done? And he's like, sometimes I have to remind her, dad, dad exactly. can play a little bit. We, dad has a gold I, I, jacket. I, yeah, I have yeah. a gold jacket. I could get in and out of my cuts. And, <laughs> you know, it's funny. Like, my kids have no interest in anything I do. And that's it, it, like all of us, right? They, our kids don't really care. I think he wants to show his kids that I could still dominate. And I think, honestly, when he gets out on the Champions Tour and he gets in a cart, I think he's not just going to play. I think he's going to win and he's going to love it. Denny, I agree. And I think having Charlie, you know, hit, be, hit these teenage years and Tiger's alpha dog, man. He he wants to be the best player in the house still. He wants to beat everybody. You have said that constantly and Nick being around him, I'm sure just seeing him and how he is, he's going to control the conversation. He's going to control the room. And oh, by the way, we go play 18. I'm going to control you. Yes. I'm going to dominate yeah, I, you. I, You know, look, Tiger to me, people don't realize what a golf nerd and student of the game he is. 100%. And I will tell you another story that there was some talk and I this has been bandied about I'm not breaking news here but there was some talk about lowering their age on the champions tour to get them out there sooner and there were some sort of conversations around that and Tiger's take on it was if Jack and Arnie did it at 50 I'm doing it at 50 because I want to measure myself you know he famously had Jack's majors on his wall he measures himself to the history of the game which is really cool i mean he really respects i mean he you know jay ben crenshaw is the ultimate golf historian i think tiger's right there i mean for him to know that like hogan won at norwood to know. know the history of the game and to measure himself against the greats and at 50 to know that like jack won eight majors on the champions tour most people don't know that until recently he had the record on the champions tour jack mm -hmm. nobody I, you probably didn't know that jay yeah, like no. it's amazing and Tiger knows that stuff. Amazing. I, Nick, just recently, Danny and I talked about this maybe a, a week or so ago. Tiger is now the sixth player director on the PGA Tour board. Talk a little bit about, not the politics, but from a player standpoint, Jay Monahan was drowned. And you can't get a bigger, bigger mantle on your fireplace than you that. You know, Tiger is, I have such respect for his... Um, his business acumen and his savvy like tiger has had such an interesting arc to his career and in that he's obviously been a golf savant for a long time he came out on the pga tour and you know this jay he was crushing people he was notoriously i don't want to say aloof but you know he was an island unto himself and now that he he's kind of past his playing days he's become this kind of not just an elder statesman because he's not that yet but he's become the voice and conscience of the game and I think he kept his powder dry for a long time when uh, the PIF investment was announced because he wanted to see, you know, where his voice was going to be most impacted. And 
it makes total sense that he waited until the right moment to join the board where he's going to have now the deciding vote, by the way. Like, it tips the oh, scale towards that. the players. Yeah, it's, it tips the scale towards the players. And there's no voice in the game of golf that has Tiger's power. I mean, he's uni- he, he's unanimously considered the leader. And Rory's done a great job, but Rory's not Tiger. And Tiger is Tiger. And for him now to have that outsized presence, I think is going to be a game changer. What do you think it's like for the Ascension Charity Classic to be on the heels of the FedEx playoffs and the, the buzz that's generated on the PGA Tour and then all of a sudden leads into your week and what it means? You know, we got the best week on the calendar. There's two weeks a year where there's no PGA Tour event or silly season event, and we got one of them. So it means we had all the live coverage on the Golf Channel, and we get all the run-up. Uh, you know, we had a, a great major season. We just ended a couple of weeks ago at the British Open. We're into the FedEx Cup now. Uh, and and then right out of that break, we get we have our golf to ourselves That's in North America. Point. I mean, it's amazing run-up. And then after that, you have the Ryder Cup. So it keeps e- interest up. Through our event, we're kind of the bridge between the FedEx Cup season and then the Ryder Cup. And that's like and three years in a row now. And to get live co- eight hours of live coverage, and people don't realize it here because we're out there watching it. And I go back after a long day at the course and I watch the tape coverage. And you see what a love letter it is to St. Louis. And to have that much live coverage uh, of golf and no other event going on. There's no, you know, I don't even think the women are playing that week. We have it all to ourselves. It's pretty cool. How about the build-out right now? So I thought that was interesting with Stuart Sink and Justin Leonard. Leonard specifically mentioning, he said, on a normal PGA Tour Champions event, he said, you're not going to see the build-out like you see at the Ascension, which is cabanas, the suites that are all over the 18 holes of Norwood Hills. I think Justin said specifically you see... A little of 17 and 18. That's what it was, yeah. And and he said, um, you know, he didn't play our first year because it wasn't 50. And last year, you know, uh, I was chatting with him in the Pro-Am, and um, he said, no, actually, I was chatting with him at my house, and he said, I cannot believe when I made the turn for the first time and saw on 11, you had a build-out. And I thought, well, that must be an aberration, right? Like, maybe that's a special hole. And then I got to 12, and then 13 and 14 and 15. He goes, I could not believe the build out. And then he said the cool thing was, you know, he's a big uh, Texas football fan. And that was the weekend they're playing Alabama and nearly beat them, should have beat them. And he said, uh, you had this big giant TV in the <laughs> fan center. And he's like, I was well, I was watching the, I was more focused on that right. than I was on my game. And they're into it. These guys, you know this, Jay, you loved when you played on the big tour, being in front of those crowds. And the Duvalls and the Leonards and the Ernie Els and Furyks, these guys are superstars playing in front of huge crowds. They don't get that every week, so but I'll they get it, it here. I'll wrap it up with this uh, as we talk about the Ascension Charity Classic. Um, what What's the best part of being Nick Ragone for that week? Is it handing off the trophy? Is it what you're generating for the three worthy charities in, in North St. Louis? Is it saying, hey, I'm Nick Ragone from Ascension, and come on and try to get your exemption. Come on. <laughs> what, what is it? None of the above. The best part is... Uh, uh, it's Tuesday when we get the putting challenge. We see all our charities out there, and you see a lot of kids, and then the clinics. And it's not an abstraction. The money is not a talking point. It's real. And the other part for me is watching the first tee shot. I watched Jay last year. Uh, I have a sense that Jay might be hitting the first shot again this year. 
And it's the only thing I ever remember because it's such a blur that week. But to be able to see somebody like Jay, who grew up at Norwood, caddied at Norwood, is from the area, and then to play, as you say, a home game is pretty cool. I still get goosebumps, and I'm 30 days out from the first tee shot. But By the I way, just that, can't, I can't that, wait. That's breaking news. I think is that Nick Ragone basically. <laughs> I don't control said, that, but I think I have some influence. I think you do as well. Love it. Nick, thanks again for doing uh, what you do for St. Louis, which is, as you mentioned, most important for the charities that you're raising so much money for. And let's uh, throw it out there again, ascensioncharityclassic.com. And what is available for fans that are listening right now? Yeah, go to ascensioncharityclassic.com. We still have our grounds passes, our day passes. We have a few of our our VIP Club 314 passes. Uh, get a Pro-Am on Wednesday. Hurry up, though. And I uh, want to thank you, Danny, you and both of you guys. You were here at the presser in October, October 8th, I remember the day, 2019 here at Norwood, to announce this thing. And I could tell you, there was a lot of skeptical looks. There was a lot of, as I would say, furrowed brows and arched eyebrows when I would go to people and say, this is what we're going to do. We're going to create an event at Norwood. It's all going to be about charity. It's going to be elite. And we're going to change the way people think about golf in North County. And I had a lot of quizzical looks. And now three years in, that vision is reality. It's because of you two and many other people that said, yeah, we, we buy into that. Nick, what you started, it's a massive boulder running downhill. We got to keep this going. The region needs it. It's great for golf. It's great for all of our community, man. Thanks so much. Thank you, guys. And, Jay, get your game in shape, buddy. He is. Trust me, I'm playing plenty with <laughs> Danny's him. Danny's whipping game me every shape. day. He's telling me what to do, hit more chips, hit more putts, you know. Well, I'll tell you this. If Jay doesn't make any money on the uh, on the Ascension Charity Classic, he's got, you know, he's taking money, plenty of money from me. Well, look, believe it's, me. it's no cut, so I hope Jay gets get something. <laughs> get some. I just got to stay upright for three days. That's Nick Ragone from the Ascension Charity Classic. Again, ascensioncharityclassic.com. That's Jay Delsing. I'm Dan McLaughlin on this Sunday morning from Norwood. This is Golf with Jay Delsing, presented by Darty Business Solutions. Hey, this is Jay Delsing, and we golfers are always looking for ways to improve our games. For me, that means I want the very best and the very latest in equipment and in technology. The place for me is Pro-Am Golf in Brentwood. Tom DeGrand opened Pro-Am Golf Center in 1975, and ever since then, he and his family have provided St. Louis with the finest in golf equipment, instruction, and the latest in the ever-changing world of golf technology. Whether you are a scratch golfer looking to find the latest in range finders or a newcomer looking to find your first set of clubs, Pro-Am Golf has just what you're looking for. You say you're looking to get yourself custom fitted for a new set of clubs, you need to call TJ. He has fit me personally and he is the best in town. If you mention my name, CJ will take 50% off the already low fitting price. So if you need anything from golf balls to a new pair of shoes or a lesson from Tom, who, by the way, has been helping St. Louisans play better golf for over 45 years, Pro-Am Golf in Brentwood is the place for you. You can also visit them at ProAmUSA.com. That's Pro-Am Golf. This is Adam Betts from Family Golf and Learning Center located in Kirkwood. Our motto is play your best golf. We have the best instruction for every skill level. Two female instructors, along with our eight PGA instructors. We're there for the kids and the adults who are starting to play and trying to refine their game. Family Golf and Learning Center features a double-decker driving range, grass tees, and a short game area, along with indoor simulators and a performance center. That's not all. Don't forget about our back nine, Bar and Grill. Find out how we can help you and your family. Head to FamilyGolfOnline.com. That's FamilyGolfOnline.com. It's Family Golf and Learning Center, where we make St. Louis better at golf.
If you're in the market for a new or used vehicle, any maker model, then you need to visit the Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood. They are the official vehicle provider of the Golf with Jay Delsing show. My daughter and I both drive vehicles supplied by Colin and the Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood. And the reason we have them is because we know we can trust them. They made the car buying experience painless and very easy. Their customer service is second to none. They provided my daughter with a loaner car when her Passat needed repairs. Every single step of the car buying experience was taken care of for us. You can reach Colin at 314-966-0303 and he will answer all of your questions and put your mind at ease. The Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood has new or pre-owned vehicles to be purchased or leased, whichever you prefer. Once you visit the Dean Team Volkswagen on Manchester and Kirkwood, you'll become a customer for life because they'll treat you like family. The Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood, the official vehicle provider of the Golf with Jay Delsing Show. This is Dan McLaughlin, inviting you to the 21st Annual Dan McLaughlin Golf Tournament to benefit the Special Education Foundation. This tournament has raised over $5 million and 100% of the money raised has gone to children with special needs in our community. To sponsor, volunteer, or to play in the event on October 9th at Norwood Hills Country Club, please visit sef-stl.org. I'll see you on October 9th at Norwood Hills Country Club. You're listening to Golf with Jay Delsing. To connect with Jay, log on to jdelsinggolf.com. You'll see the latest in equipment, find the latest innovations in golf, and get tips from a PGA professional. That's jdelsinggolf.com. For the best in Italian cuisine in St. Louis, look no further than Paul Mano's, located in Chesterfield. It's traditional Italian cooking, and their best ingredient, it's their tradition. It's cooking like Paul's grandmother used to make and like his mother still prepares today. There are no corners cut at Paul Mano's, from greeting you at the door to the pasta you'll share with your family. Paul Mano's is committed to bringing you their very best anytime you share a meal at their place. It's Paul Mano's located in Chesterfield. This is the Teacher's Corner. It's time to get a lesson from a PGA Tour professional. To submit a question, log on to jdelsinggolf.com. Let's get back to Jay and Dan. We have been jam-packed on Golf with Jay Delsing, presented by Doherty Business Solutions. Our thanks to Ken Bentley, APGA Commissioner Isaac Bruce, Tory Holt, sat down with us here at Norwood Hills. We also just finished up with Nick Ragone. A lot of news on the Ascension Charity Classic. He runs that particular event. We're less than a month away to having it and that first tee shot being delivered, hopefully by Jay Delsing. And that's right here at Norwood Hills Country Club. With Jay Delsing, I'm Dan McLaughlin. We call this Teacher's Corner. And uh, before we get to that, because this kind of coincides with emails to you uh, for question and answers on the show, there's also some golf balls to give away. Absolutely. Compliments to Jeff Thornhill. Thorny, thanks so much. And the TaylorMade Golf Company. Guys, send me an email, J at jdelsinggolf.com. That's spelled J-A-Y on both ends of that J there. And just put the word balls in the subject matter somewhere. Just tell me you'd like some free golf balls. We send out 
um, at the end of each month, we give a, a, a dozen away each week. And uh, the TP5s, Danny, you're a, a huge supporter of the TP5s. I absolutely love them. Yep. So give the uh, the email address one more time, it's and I'm going to get to some emails here. Fantastic. It's Jay at jdelsongolf.com, guys. Uh, and gals, we just had a gal, uh, our first uh, female, uh, we sent some, some balls out last month to. Uh, so anybody that needs some, would like some, We'd love to hear from you. Stephen Kirkwood, he says, guys, I hear you talking about Norwood ad nauseum. Well, the, <laughs> the Ascension Charity Classic is there, so we do focus on that. But what is the, the key to playing Norwood? Because he said he, he had a chance to play there and has played there now multiple times after that initial time just two years ago. You know, Denny, it's a, it's a great question, Stephen. Thanks for listening. It's really the greens. From, from, a, from a tour player standpoint, the greens are tricky. Um, they're, they're, they're slopey. Um, and, um, so understanding where the best place to come in from, where the best place to putt from. And so it, it'll boil back down, Danny, to hitting some fairways and being able to control those second shots so that you're going to be having a lot of uphill putts. We've had some downhill putts together and I'm like, how about the downhill putt? I'll never forget that we are playing the tips. So, folks, this is a 215-yard shot. Danny Mack stands up there and flags this five iron, and it goes eight feet straight behind the hole, and the flag stick was in the far back right. There was not 12 feet behind that. Is this when I four-jacked it? Yeah. <laughs> no, you didn't four-jack it, but I said, I said to you, Danny, I don't think you can leave this putt short. Yeah. And the ball hit the high lip of the hole and rolled at least 12 feet down the other side. This is a funny – I thanks for reminding me. Uh, this <laughs> no, but is a, it was a great iron shot I you know, hit in I there. was happy with that. Yeah. So this is a funny email. This is from Mary in South St. Louis. She says, Jay, I can't wait to blame you on this, but what is the, what's the best <laughs> I, I way? I love it. What's the best way to lower my score? I, I, I love it. I probably screwed Mary up for years over here on the show. Mary, thank you again for the email and, and keep those coming in the, in the mailbag. Um, Really, the best way. So one of my missions in life, Danny, you know this, I want people to play better golf. If you play better golf, you're going to have more fun. You're going to want to play more often. And so the best way to lower your handicap is to go from the green, start on the green, and work out to about, just go to 50, 60 yards. So all you need is a putter and a couple of wedges, maybe even only your 60-degree wedge, and work on your putting. So, guys, eliminate three putts. We are going to get rid of three putting. So that means work on your putting from distances and work on your short putting. We've given drills probably to Mary's credit at nauseum over there and to Steven's credit, but work on some of those clock drills that we talked about. They put pressure on you and you want to pr- uh, practice with that pressure so that you get used to handling that. I, I've always liked when you told me about the tiger five, I hadn't really uh, had the chance to dive into that. The tiger five though is very simple. And if you follow the tiger five and let's give a, our listeners what the tiger five is, but if you follow that, that's going to give you a chance to properly score or at least get lower scores. We're not saying you're going to you know, go out and shoot even par or be under par, but the Tiger 5 is something that you should look at because it's very, very simply put, a way to improve your scores. So, Jay, as you're looking it up, let's give us the Tiger 5. It, it, it absolutely is. First of all, Number one on the list is to avoid double bogeys or more. Duh, that's not real, real tricky. But this, guys, this is what Tiger Woods used as his mantra 
to knock off 82 PGA wins, 15 major titles, and God only knows how much money. That's right. Okay, so we're avoiding double bogeys or more. We're um, we're avo- avoiding bogeys are worse on par fives. Listen, we're not saying you got to eagle the par fives. Things like like someone like Tiger, you would think would would demand of himself. He's not avoid three putting. That's a no-brainer. That's in Hank Haney's big misses. All the way, everybody will tell you avoid the three putting. Um, avoid boat no bogeys inside of 150 yards. Again, best player Short in game. the world. Short game. And again, Danny, best player in the world. He's not saying I got to stuff my wedges. I got to stuff. He's saying don't make any bogeys. And then the last one is. Don't blow any easy up and down saves. Meaning, I'm 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 three feet off the green and I've got an unprotected flag and I could hit a bump and run. I could hit a lob. I could hit. Don't blow any unprotected um, saves. So the Tiger Five again: avoid double bogeys or more. Uh, number two is avoid bogeys or worse on par fives. Number three is avoid three putting. Number four: avoid bogeys inside 150 yards. And the last one. Don't blow any easy up and down opportunities. The final email in our teacher's corner, and again, Jay at jdelsinggolf.com if you'd like to email or get the free golf balls. This is from Matt in North County. He says, Jay, I know you haven't seen me personally play, but I get to 10, I get to 11, and the wheels come off every single time. You haven't seen me play, but what do you think the problem may be? Well, it's interesting. It's either something so simple, mental, so for you, for you, Matt, that you you have some sort of mental block, which I don't think it is. But I'm going to tell you what it could be, and it's your food and it's your nutrition. Half the time, guys will play in the morning. Some, a lot of people, me included, I'm not a breakfast guy. I don't sit down and eat, you know, a, a, a breakfast. So if if you and I are going to be playing, you know, Danny, when we play, I'm always starving. By the time we get to the third hole, we over, go over and grab some handful of pretzels or some some nuts or something like that. But work on your nutrition, and here's what you'll see on tour every single time you're watching somebody in contention. Protein bars, man, all, all the time, all or- day long, Danny. They're going in there, Bananas. and it's not that they're hungry. And when I caddied for your son Luke in the in the U.S. Amateur qualifying, I you know this kid. Is is a he is a stunt athlete he but he's real thin and it's 120 degrees outside right. and i said i kept giving him water and kept giving him water i'm saying keep drinking keep drinking here's some gatorade and then i i said we got to number seven i said here's this protein bar he says i'm not hungry i said luke we can't wait till you're hungry we gotta we gotta we don't want to get to that point just take eat half of it take a couple bites of it I know it sounds it's but I'm telling you it's a thing your car runs on gas as soon as it runs out of gas it doesn't move your body's the same way man especially in this heat Danny you don't sweat out straight water you need to replenish it with some electrolytes and some some sodium and things like that as we wrap up the show it is one of my uh, precious pictures that i have jay delsing is in a bib with the hat and he's catting <laughs> for my 18 year old son i'm thinking what is wrong with this picture i'm glad it wasn't 36 because <laughs> luke would have had to carry me but it was so much fun and man i wish Thank i could you for hit doing the ball that. like oh my gosh it was a blast and i wish i could hit the ball like he did and what by the way what a back nine. He, he It was a stripe show on the back nine. It's fun. You yeah, make it, was, it fun it was, for my It was kids. so much fun, and I uh, I just love it. That's future of golf. And somebody's, wait till somebody sees your daughter hit the ball as well. Avery McLaughlin, just remember that name, folks. 
Avery McLaughlin. She's if she wants to, LPGA bound. That's that's I'm telling maybe ridiculous, you, she but is really good. I'll say this: if you have a scholarship available, we're all ears. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're all ears. E- email it to me, and I'll get it right over to him. Just send it. Call us. Do whatever you need. J dot com. Our thanks to Ken Bentley, Isaac Bruce, Tori Holt, and as well Nick Ragone. And this has been great, Jay. And for fans who don't know, we are on eight to ten now every Sunday here on one hundred and one ESPN. How do we wrap up the show? Hit them straight, St. Louis and Danny. Thanks so much for this. That wraps up another edition of Golf with Jay Delsing. Remember, Golf with Jay Delsing is heard every Sunday morning from 8 to 10 on 101 ESPN. To connect with Jay, log on to jdelsinggolf.com. This has been Golf with Jay Delsing. Darty Business Solutions, the title sponsor of the Golf with Jay Delsing show, has been enhancing the business of our customers for the last 37 years. How do we do it? Through our expertise in technology, better use of data and analytics, artificial intelligence, and machine learning. We also roll up our sleeves and collaborate. We build applications and effectively communicate with our partner clients to bring their goals and objectives to the finish line. Our award-winning Access Point program is a community game changer. With nearly 100 students in the program, Mostly young African-American females are making between fifty-five dollars and $60,000 per year before graduating from high school. That's right, fifty-five dollars to $60,000 a year as a high school senior. That's when they begin training. CEO Ron Darty believes talent is equally distributed, but access to the opportunity is not. So here is Access Point providing more and more opportunity for those in and around our community. That's Darty Business Solutions, changing our community for the better. The Legends of Golf return to St. Louis in 2023. You won't want to miss one of the strongest fields in golf. Ernie Els, Steve Stricker, Bernard Longer, John Daly, and many more when they compete for the 2023 Ascension Charity Classic title, September 5th through the 10th at historic Norwood Hills Country Club. All proceeds benefit area charities. Together, we were able to donate over $1 million to those most in need last year. Visit ascensioncharityclassic.com. Hello, friends. This is Jim Nance, and you are listening to Golf with my friend, Jay Delson. You're listening to Golf with Jay Delsing on 101 ESPN. Every Sunday from 8 to 10, you'll get the biggest names in golf, updates on the latest equipment and innovations in the game, and tips from a PGA Tour professional. That's Golf with Jay Delsing every Sunday, 8 to 10 on 101 ESPN.